0: The edge of the universe. When the future is in peril. We've got Cardassians on our back doorstep. One man faces an impossible mission. I will do the job I've been ordered to do, sir. To protect a defenseless space station.
1: I don't believe the Federation has any business being here. Command an untested crew, and to relive a deadly encounter. We'll disarm your weapons. Next time on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine.
0: I can't find
1: a proper like recap of the, the pilot. You're on YouTube. I remember everything <laughs> until the point that Cardassians attack. There's one point in the episodes when the whole bunch of Cardassians decide to take the station back because shit's going down. And I don't really remember what happens afterwards. I remember like Chief O'Brien gathers powers from some weird semiconductor. He's gotta rewrite the power yeah, yeah. from the, yeah, yeah, from the, the, the... shields. And then the computer clearly says that it'll
0: cause self-destruction of the of the space station in forty five seconds if it doesn't work. And it's one of several beats in the episode where O'Brien or another character is just She's like, back "Let's back. go for it!" <laughs> 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 Women, children, casualties, whatever. Let's let's find, Let's go on an adventure together.
2: Well, Chief O'Brien is so horribly depressed. It's not a surprise he wants to take the whole station with He's him. He's
1: really. Deep Space Nine is the story of Worf and O'Brien, really yeah. This is like this Why is
0: O'Brien a, depressed? He's just he, a depressed guy He has guy. a lot of PTSD he, I mean, from the Cardassian War He's, he's like Irish. an old
1: soldier He has the Irishest face in All, the cinema He's, he's so. got that little fro Those, those, those lovely little curls Miles O'Brien is also in the name Of a former CNN and a space reporter That had his own show about space oh, And oh, it was yeah. a very confusing time because Miles it O'Brien. was all that shit was airing at the same time as like Deep Space Nine and Star Trek was airing. <laughs> Two he, Miles O'Briens.
2: He's a potato face, of course he's unhappy.
1: And he's married to a <laughs> Japanese woman who's played by a Chinese woman. And they're doing all kinds of racist beats like they're doing Ikebana and they're, they're like, <laughs> tea ceremonies yeah. in space. Yeah.
2: There's that great episode of the next generation where they get married. Yep. it's all about how they're both trying to use data and emotionalist machine to convince... <laughs> Whoa, Jesse. What the, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Important security message. Your computer has porno viruses. Ding, 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 ding.
1: Caution. You're gonna install more ad blocks.
0: I actually have, like, ransom. three more. Ransom. I live in fear of the ransom viruses now. I have three more uh, What's
1: icons. What's ransom viruses? Oh. So they got
0: these new viruses where once it infiltrates your computer, the malware goes through and locks up all of your files and puts right. it uh, encrypted with a password protection. Right. And it gives you a, a an email to contact if you want to get your files unlocked. And then you have to pay like $5,000, $10,000 or whatever to the ransom holder to get your files unlocked. Yep. And it's it's become a problem. Like I was talking to uh, Brandon Silva about it. And he does a lot of like security and computer stuff. Yeah. And among the communities, that's like the most frightening of of the malware and the viruses now, because like you can have a huge company that's got all this really proprietary important files that get locked up. And yeah, but aren't like
2: why aren't they just phantoming all their hard drives onto backup hard drives every single day? They do, like,
0: but like there's always leaks in companies where somebody didn't encrypt the laptop. Hey, friend, or, Are you, exhausted?
2: Hey, friend.
0: <laughs> Are you exhausted from masturbating
2: nonstop?
0: Here's a ransom virus. Lock your porn up. Feeling lonely? Want to connect with another person, even if they're a criminal?
2: (laughs) Not a joke. No credit card needed. Fuck MILFs today.
1: (laughs) Women in your area want to come to your area. Christian, single.
2: Lonely mothers in your area want to fuck and suck. (laughs) There's a lot of millennials that can't pay their rent.
1: (laughs) Russian women are ready to marry you right now.
2: My favorite one I've ever seen was, uh, learn the one Jedi mind trick to put her on your dick. <laughs> and it was a little, it was a little cartoon drawing of a, of a guy in a Jedi robe hovering a woman down in like a force cloud onto his penis. <laughs> Here we go.
1: Oh yeah. Why the fuck did they do that stupid word scroll Star Wars bullshit? You know, cause ah, Star exposition. Wars. Fuck. You can't get rid of that bullshit. <laughs>
0: I am Locutus. And and that have, is the I have best to admit, episode. I was a novice going into this. I completely don't remember Deep Space Nine, apart from, like, a couple of key episodes. This is an epic opening. It's oh, yeah. Holy an ep- it's crap. an epic series.
1: Two hours? Yeah. This is also... You just lowered volume a little bit. Um. So, there's things you have to know about Deep Space Nine when we're going into it. Star Trek The Next Generation is still airing for, like, a couple of seasons. Oh, yeah. so that's why they... Put the Picard in there. Yeah, they're promoting. They're, they're, they're branching out the franchise. Mm-hmm.
3: As
2: far as I know, this started in season 1993. Yeah, yeah, season six of Next Generation. So
1: Next Generation's like at the top of their game. They're airing yeah. all the best episodes. Fucking Rikers, like fucking women right and left. Picard's being a super lawyer, oh, and an archeologist. <laughs> Objection. Archaeologist. Like Data's learning about his emotions. All kinds of shits happening. And the meantime, fucking. Miles O'Brien is killing it on the original series, and they spin them off to be a main cast member on this one. Just to, like, support the other cast. Because they don't know how the fuck are they going to do. Like, they're all, you know. A lot of them are, like, bit... Like, soap opera stars, like the the Doctor. Yeah. Like Alexander Siddig, who is a ridiculous person. (laughs) He is in Game of Thrones right now as the king of... uh, he just got stabbed Dorf. in the heart. Yeah, He's gone the, the now. Well, fucking
2: spoiler alert <laughs> yep. for people who haven't watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> Fuck, I don't care about
1: that. Uh, You're not yes. a true fan. Spoilers are stupid. I've, well, I've, I've two, seen it. <laughs> two
2: weeks behind. No, I, I've seen <laughs> it. I've seen it at all. Just
1: there. So, might be people Alexander Siddick's back. name is like 20 words long. He's like Alexander bin Rahim Ibn Hatab, blah, blah, blah. He's the cousin of the former president of Sudan. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he is like... A super Arab royalty kind of British pedigree actor. They
2: got really, they got, for the spinoff series, they got really good people to play the Doctors. They got him for *Deep Space Nine, and they got Robert Picardo for yeah, *Voyager*, who is, Voyager, who is arguably like the strongest part of that whole show. Yeah, he kills it there. He
1: there's, kills nothing, it. there's nothing else there except uh, Kate Mulgrew, the captain. I was yeah. saying
0: to Jessica last night when we were re- rewatching this pilot that I always get the doctors confused, like yeah. which doctor serves on which show. No, 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 no. no. They're all very different. This no, I know they're all different, but I, d- I forget which one works on which ship. Well, is this the one with the hologram doctor? Beverly Crusher the- is a
1: hot super and this one is nerd Riker. Like he wants to bang everything that moves by him. And With he's also like a genius. <laughs> he's supposed to be kind of like Rikery a little bit. And also like he represents the Federation, as in he's like, he's full of stupid optimism.
2: Then there was that cunt Catherine Pulowski. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> from season two of- <laughs> No one likes her. Oh God. <laughs> hey, like friend. a friend, discover how oh, you can make <laughs> $1,000
0: to $3,000 a day right
2: from your own home.
0: That chair. Caution! Ah, oh,
1: God! Jesse's terrible at the internet.
0: Oh, okay, I got it.
1: All right. All right. Round two. Just lower, lower volumes, and everything be good. So another thing about Deep Space Nine, when you start watching it, you have to realize that it is a ripoff of Babylon Five. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Babylon Five was written in 1987 by Michael Straczynski, who is very good at what he does, and he tried to sell Babylon Five everywhere, and Warner Brothers looked at it and like. Well, we have a different property where we need to put this shit into, but we're not going to pay you anything. So they built a space station with, like, a wormhole next to it, which is the premise of Babylon 5, and then aired it before Babylon 5 aired, so they competed at the same time. Take that, Babylon 5. Yeah, except, you know, Babylon 5 is great, by the way. It's so cheesy. (laughs) I
0: I love Babylon 5. Babylon 5 is the one with the Native American captain guy. Or am I thinking No, of no, that's else? fucking Voyager. Look at the tattoos on his face. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's Voyager, Voyager. yeah. Okay. That's Chakotay. Yeah, sucks alien <laughs> dick. That's
2: Chakotay, Jesse.
0: That
2: was the stupidest <laughs> premise ever. And there's a there's a there's an episode of Voyager where they stumble on a planet and find the progenitors of Native Americans oh on the other side of the universe, who are like, "We visited Earth once, and we taught the people our ways." <laughs> Like seven generations. He's, he's eighty thousand light years from home, and he's meeting his native ancestors. It, is, it makes no fucking sense. Voyager was the
1: beginning of the but, end. But yeah.
2: Star, Star Trek loved to do that weird Native American mysticism shit. Because in the Next Generation, uh, Wesley Crusher has to help in the relocation of a Native American planet, who are being like moved. They're not. They're Irish. No, 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 that's earlier on. There's another one in, like, the last season where... Is that where
1: they go through the holodeck and gradually, like, more, it gradually morphs to a different to a different planet? No,
2: that's with Worf's brother and even a different one in the last season. Oh, shit, you're right. It's the third yeah. episode. W- West, this Wesley same Crusher fucking premise. goes to that native planet and then he finds the weird traveler dude who... Oh, the,
1: the, the space pedophile. The space,
2: the space pedophile who is who's <laughs> actually apparently a Native American. What? Who, sh- who shows him, like, a fire dream of his own dad... Who tells him not to be in Starfleet anymore. So he leaves Starfleet to travel the universe as a fucking spirit being or something. That's like the end of I don't remember that we sh- at all. We should just watch Did you just that. make that up? No, that's a real episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fucking Wesley travels the universe with the pedophile?
2: Yeah, with that space pedophile dude who d- helps him unlock the secrets of fucking
0: magical time holes in his <laughs> pants. <laughs> Okay! Maybe this will become Star Trek Potpourri, where uh, it no, just no, kinda no, jumps no. all over the place. Let's get, let's get back to the, to the main thing. So, one of the beats that I noticed right away, watching it last night, was the incredible um, sexual <laughs> predator vibes that were coming <laughs> from fucking <laughs> si- uh, Cisco. When Cisco. he meets his, his, uh, his soon-to-be wife on the beach. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, okay. He That's doesn't break eye contact the entire time. Like she's trying to walk away from him on the beach, and he's just like staring at her face at the side of her head, saying like, "You should come to dinner with me. I make an amazing eggplant stew." <laughs> <laughs> this
1: is the worst. <laughs> he's like uh, he
0: smiles at her like a wolf.
1: <laughs> All of the smiles that Benjamin Cisco, the captain, does on the show are ridiculously fake, and they look like like he looks like a crazy predator. And it works really well when he's negotiating with aliens, but when he's trying to convey like human emotion, it looks fucking weird. Like whenever he gives like his son like a loving smile, it looks like he's gonna eat him. If
2: a positive emotion. He's amazing at conveying yeah. all the scope of negative emotions. Yeah, when he looking needs to stern, lay the law down, bored. he's
1: <laughs> amazing at that. But like, yeah, his range is very at like projecting power. And he has the same kind of
0: sexual predator smile when it comes to talking about baseball. (laughs) He loves baseball.
1: He he really does. And then also fucking Jake is in it, which is like, you know, they need another Wesley for some reason.
2: And he's arguably even more annoying than Wesley's character.
1: Mm, Nothing's as annoying as Wesley's character. Uh, He's better, but he sticks around for a very long time and never goes away.
2: And what's the young Ferengi kid's name? Nog. (laughs) Nog. They, t- they, team, they, they team, team up and do hijink. Jake and Nog, yeah. and they fucking have prank-em-ups around the, st- the
0: station, old goof-em-ups,
1: pranking their old dads. Huck Finn style, Huck where, like, you're style. Suppo- Jake,
0: you were supposed to
1: paint the yep. fence. Yep, it's exactly like that. Fucking Nog is like a little capitalist pig. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's start a lemonade stand at
1: 10 Ford. Yeah. <laughs> well, because Nog's dad is uh, the brother of Quark, and Quark is a pimp. He runs a bordello on the station. He does, like... In the open. He has, like, a huge massage parlor holodeck. And everybody visits, and he employs, like, whores to, like, play, like, to staff the casino tables and shit. He sells super laser sex discs and, like, fucking yeah. <laughs> time
2: in the hollow suites with crazy six-pussied women.
1: So as soon as Riker's on the station, he visits the holodeck.
2: There's actually... I think there's, like... At least once, maybe twice, where they cross the show over with Next Generation, where Riker and Quark are talking over subspace, and uh, Quark's like, oh, remember those hundred gold latinum vouchers I gave you last time you were here? (laughs) Like, I'll trade you those for the information, because Riker, like, just frequents his fuck suites.
0: (laughs) Whenever everybody in the galaxy knows he can be bought with pussy.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like... I don't know if Riker can be bought with it. I think he conquers it. He conquers it.
2: <laughs> He <laughs> like, fucking plays a little ditty on trombone and one of my everyone favorite, in the house is as wet as Aquafina.
1: One of my favorite <laughs> episodes with Riker in The Next Generation. We're going to go back a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. When he converts an alien who has two genders <laughs> into a woman, <laughs> into a woman <laughs> just so he could fuck her. He
2: takes it, a genderless, non-binary species and converts her to a female so he can fuck her. Yeah, and, like,
0: then, <laughs> and then the species of that female banish them for like their non-traditional I'm orientation. Ima- I'm imagining like, in between the legs there's some sort of amorphous, <laughs> sp- uh, malleable Like goo. an er-
2: iridescent goo that's just changing shape on <laughs> the wreckers,
0: time. Like, Starfleet it's hard on, just like sculpted
1: it. It just looks like a puppy.
0: <laughs> not after Riker was done with it, <laughs> yeah, it's <he's> not. <laughs> looks like the Sardok pit.
1: Cheers. <laughs> the puppy sad. There was
0: there wasn't a woman in the
2: universe Riker couldn't fuck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, move. Let's move back to C- Commander Cisco, <laughs> who's still right. a commander, and he's commander like up until the end. And he like he moves. I, I don't know if Captain's like. Oh my God. I don't know if um, captain is a higher rank than commander or not because Cisco commands a whole station and the captain is just like one spaceship.
0: According to the dots on, his, on his lapel, he's lower than C- Picard. Because oh, no, yeah, Picard's Rik- a Rik- super captain. But Riker's a commander, right? He's commander
2: Riker. That's true. So he's just like second. I guess they don't really need a captain of a, of a well, space it's a station.
1: Sta- it's like being the captain of a building.
2: Right, they you can't fly ship. it anywhere.
1: And uh, so yeah, so when they start the episode, they, um, they immediately tie it to like the best episode of the TNG series mm. in memory, which Wolf is when three five nine. Yeah, the the Battle of Wolf Three Five Nine or whatever. And then Picard turns into a Borg, and he goes, "From this moment onward, you will service us." Us. And. Um, Cisco has a lot of PTSD about that because his wife died. But
0: it's strange because why does he blame Picard? I don't know. He was assimilated into a Borg collective, he didn't have anything to do with it.
1: Yeah, but, you know. I don't know. Because that bald
0: motherfucker killed
1: his wife. That's why. (laughs) There's certain things that they wanted to try. I think Gene Roddenberry at that point was dead. Mmm.
0: So they, so they didn't.
1: So they didn't want to do the communist utopia. That was the idea behind the original TNG.
2: That that's what's very specific about this show. Actually, I think I think Voyager might fall into the same. Uh, but Deep Space Nine Voyager is evolved, but this is one. the first show that actually had zero Roddenberry input. Yeah, and then it was um, Richard Berman and Brandon Braga, the two guys who owned the franchise at the time and who were the producers. It was their first foray into making something canon
0: that was had none of the Roddenberry estate. So they went anything into full
1: it? theater. They took away a lot of the sci-fi and, and added a lot of, a lot the of
0: United of Nations type of vibe. Yeah. The There's had. a little
1: bit of that, but they added conflict. Like the original series had no conflict because mm-hmm. they were supposed to be communists or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was watching Star Trek I thought they were limiting communism because they all wear the same clothes and everything was free.
2: <laughs> you look, comrade Riker.
1: Yeah, and everybody like had open doors and shit and like, nobody cared about anything. <laughs> yeah, They're it, it was just about bettering yourself. Like all of social problems, with problems were solved. Right, there were like some remedial planets, but the Federation was doing great. And they're headed there. They they had it's no just money. there's a, there's more
0: work to be done, but we're on the right track.
1: Yeah, this is way back. Like suddenly everything's shit. Yeah, they're on this corner of the universe where there's, like, oh, <laughs> oh scene yeah. coming up. Yeah, there's a scene where uh, Picard looks like he's green screen, but he's not. <laughs>
2: They had to CGI. Patrick Stewart had no time that day. Yeah. They just cut cut this together. Well, I think the show added like a very nice layering that would even be in- increased by Voyager. Uh, th- gives you give you multiple viewpoints of this, this universe because you're always looking at it through the bridge of... The Enterprise, right, which is Starfleet's finest ship, doing all of Starfleet's most important work. So of course, it's going to constantly feel like everything's going really well, and things are all clean and and well put together. Uh, they needed this show to show off the parts of the universe that were still struggling yeah, and still had these small. Yeah, this made it
1: look like a big universe. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Star Trek TNG made it look like well, Earth's great. Let's go explore and see what all these remedial stupid species are like that, like, haven't accomplished anything communist yet. Yeah. And they haven't embraced it, you know. And
2: then, and then even further, the like, the next layer was Voyager kind of flinging them across the universe so that it would show off the, like, p- potential ineptitude of humans still. That they could still fail and fuck up and that they could be scared and away from home and have to, like, yeah. wing it. They weren't relying on, like, the togetherness and the unity of all being on the same page. They were just alone in the middle of the fucking universe. Which is why it could have been the best of the three. No. It was just so poorly cast. Voyager
1: was – It had <clears throat> two good actors, the doctor and the captain. Everyone else on that show was awful. I
2: mean, what, what are we talking great? Are we talking acting abilities or tits and ass? Because, like
1: – Oh, well, yeah. Seven of nine <laughs> was great.
2: Seven of nine was it, great.
1: But yeah, okay. The Klingon okay, but, okay. girl was
2: not bad. She
1: was terrible. She's Did bad you, acting. I don't even remember her name. Belana, right? Belana Torres. Belana Torres. Oh my god. Oh, was- and then
2: A type Tom Paris.
1: They had That's an Asian dude. character who was terrible Harry Kim. Yeah. Harry Kim and Tom Paris. That sounds like a racist name. That sounds
2: like a racist <laughs> name you'd call the Korean kid at your school. Like, hey,
1: it's Harry Kim. Shut up. Shut up, man. <laughs> I wonder if he was in Korean. They always miscast him. Fucking O'Brien's wife is supposed to be Japanese but she's She's very Chinese Chinese. yeah (laughs) I wonder what they It's just like I just get get me an Asian (laughs) who could because they're like at least they didn't cast like a Filipino lady it'd be like a short like brown skinned like woman that looks nothing like what she's supposed to represent
2: there's an interesting uh, there's an interesting point sidebar racial diversity in the new world of Star Trek you see like a fair amount of like black people they've covered that sort of base and they'll throw in like at least an Asian on every crew mm-hmm. in Indians, every show,
1: even though there's a billion of them they should have tons of yeah, Indians
2: everywhere y- You're almost never seeing like an Indian or Pakistani or like a South Pacific person I, I don't I can't recall having ever seen but they have Native Americans they do have one single Native American on a crew. Well, and, I, and it's I, I, the most I, I, stereotypical, offensive Asian portrayal ever, where he goes and meets his fucking eagle ancestors on a planet across the
1: universe. Yeah, it's weird. Like, it, come it, on. I, I don't know. Well, but, okay, racial diversity in the world of uh, Star Trek is represented by different species, right? Mm. And then on, for example, in Deep Space Nine, there's two types of space Jews. Right. There is the Ferengi's, who are the traditional space Jews. They love money. They have big noses and big ears. They're that's why people you know, thought Gene they're bad. bad and they're small. Too phygin, They're short. They're like <sighs> kind kinda of gimpy. Jesus. And everyone hates them. And and there's the other space Jews, yet, the big. Bajorans, who were oppressed by the Nazi-like Cardassians, and now right. they're trying to, you know, create a fucking state in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, uh, you know, somebody, so somebody's wires got crossed, and they didn't realize they should have only one, like stereotype. Yeah. And then there's you know there's and Kurdam. the Bajorans are yeah. doing the the brave fight. To yeah. Well, the,
0: you know the Ferengis found the are frontier you know, and get rid of know. the fr- the Ferengis. Mm-hmm. The, um, <laughs> the. funny part about uh, this pilot episode is you've got um, Cisco arguing that the Ferengi brothel is the foundation of the community yeah (laughs) he has to fight to to keep it established to the point where he puts the Ferengi's uh business owner's son in prison to yeah he blackmails him him just keep his doors open
1: it's that that's you know finest federation's finest I guess
2: see one of the enlightened parts of the future is that they've realized the integral importance of entertainment like keeping people entertained is keeping them from like beating the Christ out of each other and stealing each other's shit. Mm-hmm. So long as people have something to do and somewhere to
1: go and like a drink to have, I don't they'll th-
2: usually keep their fucking. I don't think that's the
1: thing of the future. It's bread and circuses. Mm-hmm. That's
2: like from the Roman times. No, but, shit. but but I'm saying like how just how important it is. It's it kind of survives through to this enlightened future where you know everything might be futuristic and you might be able to get unlimited food, but people still need to. Be entertained and be distracted, or, or they'll become idle and pissed off and do something crazy.
1: Well, this is also vandalism. this also goes into uh, Star Trek economics, right? Because mm-hmm. before you you know you'd think that there is no economics in Star Trek. Everything is free because they have you know, replicators. <laughs> but there's no real like there's a little bit of replicators on the station, but mostly they have to buy shit, and that's when money comes in. That's where the Ferengis are needed because fucking Commander you can't needs- pussy. Well, maybe you can. <laughs> you can't. There's all kinds of. You can't replicate, Pussy. Yeah, there's holodeck though. Right. It true. On okay, so you can't. You can't replicate it. <laughs> yeah. So, but but the thing is, um, Cisco taxes like the Ferengi bar and the casino establishment and pays oh, yeah? for like supplies and shit. Right. So he he understands the, the need for businesses. And also he wants to get like and uh, okay, so yeah, there's the other part of this Deep Space Nine show that I actually don't like very much is that big pile of shitty mysticism that they put everywhere with the prophets that live in the wormhole. Uh, yeah.
2: Doesn't Cisco become like wormhole okay, god that, at the end the of the show?
1: That's <laughs> yeah. the last they episode. Yeah. They establish it in the pilot. Yeah. That he's
2: going to be wormhole god. The yeah.
0: prophet the prophet Bajoran gives him the mission to go out and find all of the other um, talismans or those little green hourglasses that allow you to see the future and the past. Yep. And then he goes into the wormhole and
1: he uh, establishes that, yeah, he like a truce
0: between the wormhole gods
1: and he meets Deep the aliens. Space Nine. And then uh, they create this plot device that links, uh, that makes uh, Deep Space Nine an exploration show and not just a stain and, uh, you know yeah that's the last show. couple
2: seasons which is awesome because they show the other side a lot more and they show like the found founders or
1: whatever that's do not the move, last couple seasons did they that move the uh, yeah.
0: did they move the exit of the wormhole to different places no or it's it all goes it all to goes, to, goes to like
1: one place that's really really far and like starfleet can't the really gamma reach quadrant. it it's a gamma quadrant and there's strange it's, things it's, out it's far there as fuck and there's they, they get invaded right
2: Yeah, there's these people called the Founders that are on the side, and uh, I think another race called the Breen. No, no, Um, the Breen are on the other side. They're They're, they're buddies with Romulans. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen T Space 9.
1: But <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I don't like any of this mysticism and there's episodes that are just like half of the time it's in Cisco's head in the war with like with the wormhole aliens. So you must hate just, Stargate <laughs> just show uh, Stargate is irritating. at times. It's
2: like religious mysticism, sci-fi terrible.
1: It's, there's no sci-fi with religious mysticism but this this kind of wraps it around and makes them aliens instead of gods. So right. he's talking to aliens. And then there's a the whole planet downstairs that, like, for 5,000 years, worshipped the aliens as gods. And they've traveled in those steampunk ships, shit knows where.
3: <laughs>
1: like, they build them out of, like, bricks and stuff, and, 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 and wood. And they use, like, solar sails to fly around. And then they, That's uh, a Bajorans, right? And eventually they get conquered by Cardassians or this big, like, Nazi-like militaristic power. And... Um, as Federation comes in in the first episode, they just got liberated and uh, Cardassians get kicked out of the station that they built which is Deep Space Nine which was, before that it was called Tarak Nor mm. and uh, the, spa- the station itself looks fucking excellent. It's, uh, it's very gothic looking, very uh, very Cardassian. <laughs> Everything Cardassians based on their necks which look like snakes. Yeah, snake so people. It's, it's not, yeah, Make Cardassia no, it's great not again. A, it's not... It's not that deep.
2: We're gonna build a
0: hypersonic power shield and make Bajora pay for it. Yep. <laughs> I think that my favorite aspect of uh, Star Trek is it's the poor cousin of Star Wars, and what? the way you what can kind of tell about? what. Well, the <laughs> hold on a second. Stay with me for a second. You lost everybody. the, the funny The funny aspect of it to me is always that they don't really have the budget to to make aliens 100 percent unique. You can afford one prop, so it's either pointy ears or like a wrinkly nose or like blue skin. You can't really have blue skin and the wrinkly nose and horns. You don't want to go. That's too true.
2: Anywhere. That's true of like the very first series of yeah. like the first artichoke. But then their budget for next generation is like not bad. They do some pretty good things they have with their energy aliens. Energy aliens, but which also are cheap. They also see the idea there's a reason for everything having a, a more or less like human look that they're interacting with. Mm-hmm. In one of the TNG episodes, oh, the whole yeah. idea behind that is Fucking this like crazy progenitor race at the beginning of time that was like bipedal in the first humanoid. They were going extinct and dying out. And so they seeded their genetics they, they spread their seed all everywhere. over the Alpha Quadrant. And they, so they, Picard finds out that, like, the Klingons and the Romulans and the humans and all the Vulcans, everyone, they all come from the exact same race. Right. So even though they're all different and have evolved differently, they do come from the exact same singular we're ancestry. Brothers. We're all fucking brothers. That's in the, out yeah. of Africa. the episode
1: where people were starting to, like, get confused as to why all the aliens look like humans, and then they had to make that episode. Which is,
2: it's a great explanation for it. It
1: That's makes a lot of sense. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's a
0: progenitor race. My My explanation makes sense, too. Because
1: budget. Because <laughs> budget. Money. <laughs> on Babylon 5, they try to make aliens that look like aliens. They have yeah. those big... Uh, and they made them energy aliens that live in like big suits. Yeah. yeah. They so do it, it on Voyager it, it, a it, it, lot, too. Is there an yeah, android race? Uh, on Voyager, there's some. Yeah. But there's on not Voyager,
2: they find... They find these
1: create these
2: two crazy like japanese toy robot races that were built <laughs> by their master races that then they killed and then they've just been fighting each other for thousands of years mindlessly
1: because the war never ended it's a great great episode actually yeah oh speaking war of one a few good vo- oh yeah this, this is, is where this is the rape scene creepy Cisco's hitting on this Future wife, this purple fucking. This looks like a reggae video from 1992. He has given her some juice. Flicks, <laughs> oh, time man. to
0: have six during <sighs> They're They're the surf. Cisco's boy, rocking the light purple Lakers colors.
1: There's so many blogs. chasing Motors lady, terrible. Terrible her name's Jennifer. Her. That's I'm not. That's,
0: get, I never met a sister named Jennifer. This looks like a Buju Banton video,
2: <laughs> like, I'm not joking. <laughs> Crystal clear waters of the Caribbean. No and two, chest Two, like, hair. beautiful black people just, like, in love on a beach. Look,
0: he never breaks eye contact. With their boobs. They're crossing, like, <laughs> several hundred meters of beach, and he never breaks eye contact. Oh God, Whoa, don't beautiful. skip leg day, bro. <laughs> Her legs are fucking
2: nicer than his. <laughs> She's got some better thighs than Cisco. This is got, got a bit of a belly too. When the wind's blowing against his stomach. Oh, uh, there, there, Oh, he did the Picard tuck. Yeah, the Picard maneuver.
1: Yeah, straighten this is, out. This is uh, before they fired the. You door can door also
0: door. really clearly see the outline of his dick. It's really like it's. He's there. about six inches away from just rubbing his hard on into her thigh. Yeah, why not? <laughs> You're on vacation. Wow. You're on vacation. Oh, whoa.
1: <laughs> whoa, that's a little bit aggressive there
2: yeah look at this oh
1: and her he hair but bla- he just met her like a minute ago that, you know yeah, in, you, you know in
0: uh, r&b videos when the singer kind of like does that that shoulder roll into the lady while yeah. he's singing he, he totally gave her Baby one of those he did a little shoulder roll I right so into her breasts while he's oh talking. now he's proposing I, like I don't it. I
2: try but i can't fight it Oh, oh, and then she's like,
0: he, he asked her for a date, and she's like, I don't know what to say, and he says, say yes, say <laughs> yes, and he gives her that wolf and smile, and suddenly
1: there's this weird, th- like, blue anima. Jennifer,
0: <clears throat> no, so the main uh, thrust of the episode is about Cisco overcoming his PTSD, and they do an yeah. interesting kind of thought experiment where Cisco tries to argue that the main aspect of like humans is that they they experience time in a linear fashion, and the the uh, hourglass aliens don't understand what yeah, that they means. Li- they live
1: out of time. They experience all of the time. All and of
0: then the they current. explain to Cisco that humans actually all are also nonlinear because like he's attached to like his past trauma and it's shaping all it's of his present true. decisions. If you mm-hmm. think
1: about your childhood, it occupies a lot more time than the rest of your life.
2: And your future. Yeah. I, like, the time spent thinking about <clears throat> what's going to happen to you, I would say almost is equal, if not greater, than the time you spent thinking about what's happening to you right now. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot to be said about that, actually.
0: Yeah. That's and I mean, a- like, you think of, uh, if you've got, like, a kid that you're... You know, verbally abusing or whatever, you can almost project into the future. It's like I'm creating an asshole. Yeah. I'm this this abuse that I'm doing is gonna ripple out, like well, making making a monster. People
1: think, think people think that's gonna give him good character, and <laughs> make him great,
2: make him great again, <laughs> again, again, America. Guys, can we sidebar to talk about Donald Trump for like an hour and a half? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck.
3: President Donald Trump knows how to make America great. Deal from strength
2: Or get
1: crushed every
0: time <laughs> Give that guy more ink
1: He kind of reported he, himself out of all no, well,
0: no, no no no. The thing is now it's he's not uh, getting
2: He's not interesting now Until the convention Because there's going to be No other Republican candidates So at this point He's, he gonna make he's, just, he's just the projected winner In every single state so now the only interesting race is Hillary and Bernie, no, no, Hillary which is like, yesterday. yeah, I know she's she again she's projected, but he's not dropping out. She could she could have won if he dropped out, but he's not going to drop out. He's going to push on to the convention to try. He's going to try and change super delegate minds, I guess, or fuck up the convention. It's <laughs> not going to
0: work. I think the pivot is that he's going to try to change her platform into being all the stuff that he wanted yeah, to have, and then and she won't president. care because she's just like he's just she vice vice just wants president. to be powerful.
1: He's going to support. More liberal
0: candidate. I meant Congress She'll try resistance. to. She'll try to get Elizabeth Warren. I think that's the only th- way that they can s- seal the double deal. Double women. eh? Double woman would win. That'd easily. be crazy talk. That'd, That'd be, be awesome easy. though. They'd like. They'd run the board.
1: She's. and, uh, and if if she's, she's if very <laughs> conservative, she's not gonna do that. She is going to pick a Latino candidate right. because she's boring as shit. Right. we'll
0: see. <clears throat> when
1: and, has he ever, She ever taken a chance on anything? Oh, I don't know. <clears throat> Right. I'd be, uh,
0: you know, I'm just saying. If she wants to seal the deal and and ensure her victory, if she wants to gamble and and thinks that, yeah, Donald Trump is is not going to be a formidable opponent. Oh, this is going to be oh, one of the messiest. Oh, they're
1: showing Quark's bordello, Quark's oh, prostitute
0: thank God. place. This is their. This is this the, is the their best sexy part cantina of the scene. Yeah.
1: Uh, Cisco's friend, Curzon Dax, is like an old old patron of Quark's. Whoa. And he gets a. Uh, he inhabits, like, a hot woman's body afterwards, and she becomes a science So, officer. is she a
0: transgender character?
1: Kind of. No, it's,
0: like, it's, they're a blend, right? Like no, they're it's, a it's trill. Kind of
2: they're, it's a thing called a trill. They actually do it in TNG as well. Yeah. Combo it's, memories. You no, know, it's a little. Um, it's a blob. It's like a weird slug creature yeah. that lives in a host symbiote's body, and the host symbiotes are, like, raised on this planet. They've been working with the trill for like as long as either species can remember there's always just been like host and symbiote relationships on that planet and you i don't know that you get to pick what your replacement is you just get one, so like you might be a woman for a hundred years, and then like your next trill symbiote is, is a man. Is a
1: but she is an old
0: that. man in a woman's body.
1: She's she's just an old nothing. Other she's just she's just a, a slug body. thing that's existed for fucking like oh. a thousand years. So she just takes on whatever gender <laughs> she's like. She doesn't take yeah. over though. They, they she absorbs the memories of the person. It's a right. symbiote, right? Yeah, it's, it's not th- it's not a parasite. She's so a uh, you know, there's like a, for like there's an episode where one like the trill host has to make. Uh, Piece with the, like a serial killer, it used to be like one of her past lives. Oh, like it, it, there's a lot and of it goes
0: on within the head of the character. Like, well, are, the, in, in her head, something? there's
1: like 20 generations of different people, right? And mm. one of them is like a crazy murder, like Zodiac killer. And she has to Ted somehow kind of <laughs> like
2: space dead cruise. Space dead cruise, that's a fucking horrifying there she movie. Is, by the
1: way.
0: He keeps on calling her old man, yeah, old which man. is. Because I, I guess. I kept the brothel open for you, old man. But look how close he's walking you. to her. Yeah, he's, he's
2: doing the same thing. Oh, he's he's going to do the he, shoulder roll into it. Shoulder roll and making eye contact the entire walk. They may as well just be on uh-huh. a beach. Maybe it's just that what he does to everyone. Maybe he does it to his son. We should see if there are any men in this in this show that he shoulder rolls and makes eye contact with down oh, the there's,
0: there's a doctor. Certainly the doctor. He's gonna he's gonna try to intimidate him, show him his alpha. Isn't pose. there a
2: hot fuck scene between Cisco and the doctor? What? Bareback fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Raw dogging on these base doctor. That, the that actor was in the notebook, wasn't notable. Definitely Cisco. Cisco seems like a top to me. This guy I seems uh, like a bottom. I rank you, doctor. <laughs> Now suck my cock.
0: It also has a badge. The cock also has a badge. <laughs> a
2: Ca- captain Wiener. <laughs> Report my fucking mouth. Little captain. He
1: radios it. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Ready for action. A fucking Nana visitor.
0: I, the, the other thing that I was surprised last night is when I was watching this show originally as a kid... You are kind of like, ah, oh, the chicks are kind of hot, but they're, like, in their 30s. And now you watch it, you're like, whoa, they're really sexy. No, yeah. this
1: scene. This is the scene where they bone off screen because they marry each other in real life. Really? Yeah. Fucking Nana Visitor marries Alexander. What's his face? In you that
2: dig? first episode.
1: <clears throat> no, no, no. Like, throughout the first season, they yeah, bone, they... and then they get married. Yeah. They were boning after that, after the cut. <clears throat> yeah, right afterwards. So, and then the they, sexual they, tension on screen was just too much. <laughs> and as soon as the series was over, they get divorced. Oh. Yeah, it
0: must have been the nose wrinkle. Marriage. He's Con- like, I miss your nose wrinkles. It's convenience marriage. Mm. We're going to be
2: filming this for many, many seasons, so let's just, like, and she get had, together. Get this fuck relationship la- going.
1: <laughs> they had this horrible, let's boldly go. horrible romance with fucking Odo, who's a shapeshifter. Between him and fucking Nana Visitor, and it's the worst part of the this. <laughs> Did series. you say like, Nana well,
3: Visitor? That's
1: her name. Her <laughs> Nana, name visitor. Nana Visitor. <laughs> her name is uh, Kieran Reese on the show, but in real life, her name is Nana Visitor, which is a much better. That's all we're gonna call her. Much region. better alien yeah, name. She's gonna be Nana Nana Visitor. <laughs> like the
0: big dog from Peter Pan. Nana Visitor. <laughs> so, because Odo's a
2: shapeshifter, does that mean he can like Whoa. turn his dick into all sorts of weird devices? And of course. Can he make, like, a 3 prong dick? Yeah, Mm -hmm. he
1: can be one giant dick. He doesn't... He can be anything. Why why isn't every
2: able-bodied man and woman trying to To (laughs) get down on... (laughs) Turn him into a bunch of just vaginas all over his body and just gangbang him in the mess hall?
1: (laughs) I don't think... He makes an
2: alliance with Quark because he's the greatest fuck machine in the galaxy. HBO needs to pick up a Star Trek series and really get into the
1: the sexuality. there's, There's a trill. They're putting a trill in her. Look. There he is. That's it. That's Curzon, the womanizer, and then that's a trill. It looks like a big weird liver. And they just shove it into her. And she's like, oh, yeah.
0: I've been waiting for this. It's like a, a reverse C-section. It's like a, yeah.
1: She's kangaroo in it. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, this might go down
0: as the most filthy Star Trek related podcast episode of all time. You know, it totally. I don't think that your idea oh, no. is outlandish though, especially in the the era of online streaming. Me and Ilya used to play fucking uh, Mass Effect, and the only reason you play that game is to hook up with all of the characters, Fuck yeah. all the aliens. Yeah, it's yeah, a you romance to fill up your
1: Rolodex. It's just... That, that's really if you go to your quarters and you have all these check marks. Run
0: the board. You even yeah. fucked the, the armadillo thing somehow.
1: I think so it's like <laughs> you can fuck
2: the Krogan. Um, Michael, Dorn, Michael Dorn wants to make that Star Trek Wharf show. They're,
1: and not like, doing, they're doing some other stupid ev- fucking show ev- without ev- him.
2: Everyone said that they'd be down with it. It would be so awesome if like something like HBO picked up Star Trek Wharf and were like, you can, you can make the Klingon version of Star Trek and you can go as deep into the Klingon culture as you want. No holds bar, mm-hmm. So you can just you show get naked. violent fucking Klingon orgies and like the mating rituals. You don't have to beat around the bush anymore and make like all these kind of corny inferences about the sexuality. You can just be like, just what is a primal it. warrior yep. culture fuck like? Yep, Game Do of it. Thrones style. Game of Thrones style. I think that would be probably the best rated series on HBO ever. Start doing mm-hmm. some
1: weird weak sauce CBs. CBS series. What's right uh, now, yeah, what's we the filming? story with the yeah. new series? Uh, Does Apparently anybody they're know? filming it
2: in Toronto or something. Whoa. Of course they are, it's cheap. Yeah. <gasps> so if we can all go to casting calls and become extras, like get fucking <gasps> wrinkle Nose. That's a terrific idea. Oh, that'd be, that'd be so that could good. could be our caper.
1: Oh my god. I we can make a
2: documentary about trying to become Star Trek
1: extras. <laughs> <laughs> that's a yeah, that's a life goal right there. <laughs> we might
0: have to get <laughs> hair, professional haircuts though.
1: Do you remember a picture of me from the Comic-Con with that hundred dollar Klingons? we gotta get $100 haircuts. Do you remember remember that picture where I'm standing next to a family of Klingons and they're wearing really tight pants (laughs) so you can see their (laughs) balls and they have like... Do they
2: have big warrior balls? Are they huge? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they're
1: all like a little bit older but they're dressed really well. They're all dressed like callus. Yeah. Small cocks
2: but giant balls. Big planet... Fucking
0: balls. And then
1: there's their wife is dressed as a Kai, shells, uh, Kai Win, Shells on their balls, which is in the show, and yeah. she's like the lamest character that ever existed in all of Star Trek universe. So weird. And they're like they're all like one group, and they also had like a child who seems to have. I don't know if he had like a learning disability or he was just a super nerd, but he stood like in the back and he was also dressed like a little Kleon. and it was really awkward. But then, wow, yeah, it, it, that that Klingon culture already exists they have their own language they have their own their own clubs
2: yeah it's it's been around long enough that they've been able to completely suss out
1: what that language is all about there's a Bible in Klingon if you want to find
2: that yeah you can get the Christian Bible <laughs> written in Klingon because okay. <laughs> Jesus doesn't fucking stop he's gonna he's gonna hit every planet I gotta
1: say Klingons <laughs> are, they cannot possibly be big on forgiveness <laughs>
0: yeah, it's the opposite <laughs> ethos. I don't know, even know how you would do a, a Christian. Christ has risen
2: to slay his enemies. <laughs> he busts off the a, cross. <laughs> fucking kicks the fucking door open. Maybe
1: it's a little bit more Let's go back to the, to, the, to the episode somehow. And um, talk about the Cardassians some more. Because mm-hmm. they are also... As, a, as a nationality, quite. as a space nationality, they are also the best part of these space nine. they oh, yeah. They're better than uh, the Ferengis, who are uh, just a weird Jew stereotype.
2: The Cardassians are like everything the Vulcans <clears throat> are, but more fleshed out and. They're not. They're revealed. not really about
1: logic. They're just, and they're not really. The, the Romulans, I
2: mean, like because uh, oh, the they, Romulans yeah, they're, are not about logic. Cardassian yeah, K- K- Romulans, they kind of take the same place in the show where they're these very like high war, high control.
1: They're a hierarchical. Uh, empire, a
2: hierarchical yeah. empire, but they have like layers where the people who are part of that system are still like sensitive and creative and emotional and stuff like that.
0: They're how they're so ugly though. How could they possibly be sensitive, and creative?
1: <laughs> oh, they have sexy Cordesian women later. Too. Really? Yeah, yeah. Gold Cut has his daughter come in, and everybody tries to fuck her on the station. What
0: with that like, big snake neck?
1: Yeah, it's cool. They Ooh. try and fuck
0: the snake neck. Ooh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> No, she, like, relaxes in the special Cardassian she the stones and stuff. Every, like,
0: five years she sheds it and becomes a regular-looking like, woman. <laughs>
1: it's like a little pink. It's nice.
0: <laughs> it's all pink and soft. <laughs> and then it's mating season. It's,
1: it's, it's cool, don't Until that exoskeleton That's hardens again. She's still a woman.
2: Fucking, um... Well, a snake woman. So R- Riker's transporter clone actually. shows up to Deep Space Nine. I'm pretty sure he tries... To fuck a Cardassian in that episode. Is it an evil clone? No, do no, you, no. Do you remember? Uh, there's a an episode of uh, TNG, TNG yeah. where like they go to a planet and they find Riker who's been stuck on the planet for like ten years, and they're like, what? here's Riker right here and it, they look at him it, and
1: Transporter accident Riker
2: yeah where they got split where like one Riker got off the planet and he got all these commendations oh, and rose up the ranks prestige style and the other one got stuck down the planet and they find him 10 years later wow and, and he's super envious because he thinks like oh I, this should be me in second in command of the Enterprise so he leaves and changes his name to Thomas Thomas Riker and then he shows up in Deep Space Nine and I'm almost positive he tries to fuck a Cardassian.
0: Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it like a, a complete reboot? Does he like rebound like a like an identical twin and no, grow no, no. his hair goes out back and like stuff 10 and be years, like
1: but then he has his own life afterwards, right? So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, the way they change him is that uh Riker in the TNG episode, Riker has like the clean cut beard and this guy has like a real scraggly beard. Yeah. And then Dirty. in the in he probably vapes. I think they give him the fucking mirror <laughs> universe uh goatee yeah. when he's Thomas Riker so it's oh, really clean the, and there's no side beard it's all just like cut in similar against, to Spock yeah, the yeah mirror people. universe mirror although it's been a while
0: since I've seen it so don't quote me on that wonder what instrument he plays what's the opposite of a trombone
2: no he still plays a trombone remember it is <laughs> he plays an evil is, trombone it
0: is Will Riker
2: right it's the same guy it's like but he right. just but he got stuck on a planet so arguably he might have even had more time to play a trombone he might be a better more sexy trombone player
0: shit yeah he had some bro lone bro time to to get better at everything i mean how how did they just not pa- get paired up in like
2: a sweet buddy episode
0: where <laughs> they That's like what happened to me like you'd feel you'd feel like your line your place was taken in line and then you'd have a rational conversation with your double and you'd say like you know what have you ever wanted like a, a true ally, somebody who thinks exactly like you? We could r- be running shit. Yeah. <laughs> all I know is if I had another
1: shit. another me, I would be so productive. This is that. Imagine the, the div- sexual
0: tag team you could do if you <laughs> had like a second person that was exactly the same as you. <laughs> yeah. We
1: want to do the same thing. <laughs> do the old switcheroo <laughs> where like
0: you're like, oh, I'm gonna go to the
2: bathroom, i be right back, and you tag <laughs> you tag your <laughs> devil in. The girls thinks you have been in, the, been at it for like five hours. She's like, "Oh my god, <gasps> can't take it anymore." Really, you're just like playing Game Boy in the bathroom, waiting for your <laughs> double to get back. <laughs> I caught Mewtwo. too.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this could be added to the sexy wharf series. Yeah, there's no sexy wharf yet. So wharf
1: comes in. It's like that could have right been a plotline in
2: multiplicity.
1: <laughs> when, when does? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember when Wharf comes in?
2: Like it's like episode seven
1: or something. Like he doesn't come it's, in right away. Yeah,
2: no, because. Uh, you know what? I feel, Maybe even second season. Yeah, no, I feel as if Worf doesn't come until TNG ends. So if this starts in season six, they probably fi- like they finish up season seven of TNG and then he comes over and yeah. films season two or three or whatever.
0: Come to think of it, when you just mentioned Multiplicity, that would be also a very good podcast if we just rewrote shitty movies that had a good promising premise. And made them good. And added all of the aspects of the idea that would have made the movie awesome. Like yeah. Multiplicity. Sounds like something multiplicity could be a good movie.
2: Like, yeah. But it was, I mean, it was Keaton. And Keaton. And Keaton. And Keaton. It's like work is first. And my family is a close second I'm a, I'm a distant third bringing up the rear. By a miracle
0: of modern science
2: I just need little time for myself.
0: Doug
1: Kinney is about to get the one thing he needs more of. Doug your clone himself.
2: He can never get enough. I've never Keaton. seen it. Really? I've never seen it either. There's a part in which so Michael the basic premise is Michael Keaton. Uh, he's like overworked and overstressed. Like he's got kids and a, a job and a family, and like he just can't seem to figure out how to slot in all these things. And then I forget what the action. He like stumbles on a mad professor. I think it's <laughs> it's like someone... Like, he Eddie studies. Like- no, it's not. It's not a nutty professor. It's just a mad professor. And and he makes a clone of himself. And to like to balance it out, but each clone seems to be like weirdly dominant toward one brain trait and, like, degrades each time. So he makes one clone who's just, like, an asshole, who's just a prick at all times, who walks around basically telling people to fuck themselves.
1: So it's like Gremlins, except with Michael Keaton.
2: Yeah. He makes a really, really dumb clone that tries to shave his tongue and, like, eats shaving cream and shit. Like, he's...
1: The the movie's really dumb, but it has some good... I don't know. The premise seems okay, but everything you've told me sounds horrible.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: I mean... it's, it's a weird let's, era let, for let, Michael let, Keaton. Let, let, let's wheel it back to Deep Space
0: Nine. <laughs> I don't care about Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Trying to,
2: try to keep on track here, on track. Yeah, exactly. Track, track. So, so we do covered. You th- do you th-
0: think that uh, Star Trek works better? when they have kind of no-name actors playing the characters, do you think it can ever survive celebrity uh, cameos? Like, do you think they could ever do a, a new it Star Trek series? It
1: actually has a lot of celebrity cameos. Shit when, when they're all in alien makeup and unrecognizable. Like, Jason Alexander. Yeah, he's a big one. He's, he's, an, on he's a weird merchant alien. With, uh, does voyager. he also play a Jew? Kurtwood Smith. <coughs> no, another plays, version of the space Jew? He
2: plays an arrogant think tank. An arrogant think tank guy. whoa. Uh, allergy, sorry. Ilya. Yeah, yeah, super allergy, man. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs>
0: Time to give up dairy.
2: Kurtwood Smith is uh is on an episode.
1: Re- Old oh, Red Foreman or Clarence Vodiger. The dude that plays the boyfriend of a uh, minor character on Frasier, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of like secondary like <laughs> actors that are not super famous but kind of familiar that are on Star Trek. Ma- a lot. Imagine if they would have drummed out like a Jerry Seinfeld
2: on TNG, <laughs> like it'd be, it'd be shoehorned him into an episode. I'm and surprised be a... to be here, <laughs> but delighted. What's the deal with these new replicants?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> we want Michael
2: Richards. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, this episode of uh, Idea off. Grave, brought to you by uh, Michael Richards,
1: yeah. <laughs> racial sensitivity, the Museum of Tolerance. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to different characters. That are
0: <laughs> so right. does uh, does Cisco shave his head at some point? I see. Uh, <laughs> a logo. Yeah, here. he gets he gets bald, <laughs> and he grows a goatee. Yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good. To see.
1: he's not. I wouldn't like. If you go like by captain, like mm-hmm. the top is Patrick Stewart, then there's probably uh, Kate Mulgrew. She was really good. Even Do most people agree with you?
0: Isn't there like the the That's... big debate is between Kirk and Picard? I think that
2: used uh, to be the uh, debate Shatner's in the useless. 90s, yeah. mm-hmm. but now it's pretty much uh, a no brainer that TNG is the better show. Yeah, because Kirk's it's, reckless and
1: well, the original series is like the original it's Batman different. series. It's it's wacky. It's yes, yeah. it's
2: camp. Captain yeah. Kirk. Roaming
0: the universe in his pussy wagon—that's <laughs> the whole show.
1: It's and a, that's what it would be. if Riker was the captain.
0: And it's similar and, to yeah, exactly. you know colonial times. That's the way the colonial people used to behave. And Star Trek seems a little bit more modern.
1: They all really go into these kind of uh, patronizing parables about you know real life events, mm-hmm. and then they get more and more complicated. And Deep Space Nine is kind of when they hit the top. Yeah. When they are, they get almost to the level of serious proper shows they have seasonal arcs and they have real moral dilemmas yeah that are kind of significantly like they're, they're just uh they're more expressed in the later seasons of tng and in deep space nine like the middle seasons and later, Deep Space Nine kind of like uh, evolves into also not being very good in the last season when they run out of uh, stories of exploration.
2: I, I mean, that's that's typically the arc with a, a Star Trek show, is that by season seven it just runs out of steam.
1: Except TNG was great in season seven.
2: I don't know. It, I mean, it has it has that weird episode where the ship develops a consciousness in the holodeck. That was great. I, that, it builds a little little baby ship. Yeah, those episodes are so stupid. It though. has a They're child? Like, it has yeah, a ship child.
1: Enterprise has a fucking child. But but not
2: but it's not a ship, it's like it looks like uh just a bunch of connects. Like uh, col- colorful rods uh, and connectors, like and the whole episode is manifested.
1: See
0: all that stuff in there, Homer. That's why your robot didn't that's why, work. That's why your robot didn't work. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but
1: that's uh, that, those are the kind of like small sci-fi filler stories that they do when they don't have like a big plot.
2: Yeah, and anything. I mean those are fun. Uh, in fact, if. One of the reasons that Star Trek Enterprise was not enjoyable was that it never went to those fun places where Star
1: Trek Enterprise I don't even consider a Star Trek show. They no. like destroy uh, the cannon. That that song, as soon as you hear that song, you're like, that's it? I'm out. I I, I am not watching this. <laughs> this is not Star pilot. Trek, this, yeah, this, this is like the intro to Nash Bridges. They <laughs> might as well have just like an American flag waving
2: behind us. Get in from there to
1: here From space communist utopia in TNG They go to like weird greasy Scott Bakula <laughs>
2: Scott Bakula sings that song Quantum Leap was what? a great show He
1: sings the theme song Oh my fucking god That's that's. It's terrible. been a
0: long
3: road that,
0: Do you guys, Did you guys get, get in Quantum Leap? That, that show's good That was a good show That's I a know, fucking
2: I've awesome never show never watched
0: it mm. Really you should It's actually like that's Bakula's <laughs> Some of like, sliders
1: Sliders was great
0: but he goes into different like historical events and he tries to write history for some reason. I don't know why he's so flagrantly changing.
2: No. So what happens is the, the, uh, the beginning of the, the show is, wow. That was a a crazy cut. Fuck. I wish the people could have saw that. Uh, the the beginning of quantum leap is like a failed experiment. And he gets thrust into, like, another time frame. Oh, so he and can't control it. He just keeps bouncing around from time to time trying to get back to his own body. Right. Yeah. And
0: hes I, I don't know that they ever figure out how he can. And he has a connection to the lab back home. There's, like, that... That dude talks to him. I'm trying to remember who it
1: is. The dude from Blue uh, Velvet. In this episode, there's a point I don't remember, and I think it's coming up right now. <laughs> Is this why the Kardashians decide to attack? Is because they see the wormhole opening and they want it back?
0: Because- yeah, they're both headed to take control of the wormhole and because then there's it's like, like a, a standoff between yeah. the security lady and the Kardashian guy. Yeah, I
1: don't like her character, but uh, she's important. She does shit throughout the seasons and never goes away.
0: No. Oh. And there's, uh, you know, the thrilling gamble where... They say they have no shields and no torpedoes, but they're gonna like call the bluff of the Kardashians. Say the Kardashians, yeah, the Kim Kardashians, the Kim Kardashians. <laughs> if okay, from here
1: no on, back. from here on in, that's the only way we're referring to the Kardashians it's, is the Kardashians. It's Kanye West and Goldu Cut, <laughs> <laughs> baby.
0: Come down to the studio and cut my new album. No. Did I
1: introduce uh, Garrick in this? I, I don't think so. He's also one the of life the...
0: Life of Carl Ducat. There's a lot of tender face touching in the yeah, second there's a half lot of, of this, this episode.
1: Cisco's really into it. He's really into face touching and all the profit bullshit. I and see honestly, now. whenever I... I remember re-watching the series like a year ago, and mm. I would skip all the profit episodes. <laughs>
2: there's this. a great... Uh, I remember, I think, me, you, and Chabot watched a little bit of it one time. But it's, like, a cut-down Deep Space Nine that just takes out all the boring <laughs> shit. It's Everything just that someone deemed boring, it's just all war stuff. So it's all, like, big storyline, all cut together from all the different, different yeah, episodes. and I think that they were
0: trying to connect up the main story spine that leads to the events of the final
1: episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this lead Like, there's a... Like, the wars... Like, this is a show about war, right? So, right... Like, they're starting in the aftermath of, a, like, one big war where the Bajorans kick the Cardassians out of their planet. And then they they join the feder Like, they're, like, a candidate to join the Federation. So, Federation protects them from the Cardassians. They go and occupy the station. It's actually kind of like Space UN, except a little bit ethere. hmm Because they, the, the Bajorans decide to join one big empire, and they piss off another big empire, and then... After that, they open that hole into like a big new rich new world kind of thing. It's like they discover America, except you know in space, and they all want to exploit it. Like the Ferengis want in, and they send like a trade delegation in there. And the Federation goes in. They try to explore, and uh, obviously the Cardassians want in, and the Klingons want in. So the Klingons like roll over later with crazy Chairman Gowron. And Fuck yeah, Gowron, that Gowron, baby. Gowron is. Crazy asshole. Yeah. An amazing character. Doesn't he turn out to be a fake? It's like fake Gowron. At one point, there's a fake Gowron, yeah. and War finds a real Gowron. And then Where's he been hiding? Even the real Gowron goes crazy, and then he starts a war against the Federation, and they join the Romulans. And then he- there's another war that comes from the Gamma Quadrant, when stupid fucking Odo, about whom we didn't even talk, but he finds his like, mother race, which turns out to be genocidal, slaver blobs of, of like goo. Goo?
3: what they're like
1: like an oh, it's like a solaris ocean on a planet i would not expect that yeah i would think
0: that a, a shape-shifting race would have very little ego no they're fucking they caring yeah, they no, no
1: no 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 it's a it's an ocean they like there's a thing called the great link which is like on fucking avatar pandora and they're all connected in one big puddle of like, weird like throng. it's a solaris it's a solaris ocean on a planet right mm. it's very
2: lovecraftian his species is like we're they're like yeah. iridescent goo that just takes the shape of whatever so, so when you they make do, like
1: which is actually like in a Lovecraft story. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And also so they the, secrete a the little thing, blob of right? goo and send it over somewhere else and they're called the, the founders and stuff. Right? Mm. So the big story in the first couple of seasons is like with Odo, which is this guy. Uh, he tries to find his people. He doesn't know where he comes from. He's a sad orphan and he's also a little bit of a fascist and an asshole. <laughs> uh and then he finds his planet <coughs> and they're all fascist he's assets. like oh finally!" Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then they're like Freedom. oh shit we want to enslave every single mammal species because there have been asshole to, uh, assholes to to us a long long time ago and now we don't trust them anymore well i can't say you're wrong and then it devolves into a story where he tries to fuck not a visitor and succeeds and it's really sad because it's the most boring plot.
2: See, still again, even in Deep Space Nine, the Klingon shit, the most interesting part. Yeah. Huh. Klingons, like
1: It's because fucking Worf
2: carries it. The best the best episodes. And as a kid, I hated them. Really? As, okay, so as a kid watching TNG, I hated the Klingon episodes. How? Because I was a dumb little kid that was like far more fascinated with like Jordy and Data episodes. Oh my I god, Jordy! Yeah, I liked weird, science-y, or, or like, you know, or just like Data
1: trying when to When Data is trying identity. to make a
2: joke? Yeah. Oh. But then as I grew, I learned to really, really respect and enjoy those Klingon episodes. Like when they make Picard the Arbiter of Succession where he's, like, choosing
1: the new Klingon Oh, the Tredeech. When he, like, becomes a cha and oh, goes man. to their home planet, and Worf has to accept this commendation, that's one of the best oh, episodes, episodes of any are ever. those
2: episodes are incredible. They're fucking unbelievable. When but all the
1: Klingons cross their arms and turn their backs to Worf, and they're not allowed to speak to him, and he's full of shame, and he has to walk out, and his family name is dragged through the mud. And every, every Klingon episode
2: is just, from there on in, bang on. There's, like, they never miss a beat. When they do Klingon culture, it's... Perfect every single time they do some awesome where like there's a fake Kalos that they make they clone to try and save Klingons from Civil War they make a god Alexander comes back from the future to try and convince
1: his young self not to be such a pussy and learn how to use a sword that is actually like Worf is a really complicated character yeah because he's an absent father he keeps fucking all the hot women that he meets but he's not Riker like he doesn't try they just fall on him and uh (laughs) he's a super warrior he's like a better Klingon than most Klingons even though he has parents from Minsk and they're like little fat like (laughs) Belarusian dudes he has like a fat he was adopted? yeah he was adopted Uh, by humans
2: but he was found after a a
1: massacre after the federation like federation and the Romulans were fighting with Klingons Mm -hmm. and there was like a betrayal at Kittimer at Kittimer and the Romulans slaughtered all the Klingons but they think the federation was blamed for it and uh his father was blamed for sending the codes to the Romulans, right but he didn't know about that but uh anyway the humans picked him up and grew him up in Minsk where he accidentally killed a bunch of children when he was playing ball with them because he's so strong and uh his, his
2: last name is like oroshenko or, or doroshenko it's like a
1: crazy like, like, like Lu- Eastern Lu- block is that name Lupchenko or yeah, something yeah yeah, yeah. He, he has like like it's like Eastern European grandpa parents that are like oh, they're like Whoa, it's oh, so
2: nice to see you
0: chick. do you oh, think that that was <laughs> at the inception of the character they had all that or just as the show no, 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 went on no. they're like uh, you know uh, we should get them Russian parents was that'd her, be like, funny uh,
1: Michael Dorn was just like a good presence on the set mm-hmm. and uh, as soon as fucking Tasha Yar was gone Denise Richards in like episode like in the first season, she's gone, right? She gets eaten by an she oil She gets eaten bottle. in, like, yeah, episode uh, yeah. uh, like 10 or something yeah. like that. Uh, uh, Rightfully uh, uh, so. Best best thing that could ever happen to the oh. series.
2: They must have been, honestly, because they were filming that show as they were they were airing it. So it must have been, like, a test. Like, oh, what character would you be happy to see go? And it was a unanimous decision. Everyone voted for Tasha Yar.
1: So the only good thing she's ever done was fuck Data in, like, episode 2. And then she was gone, so that, that that gave Data some background story, and then the fact that she was gone promoted Worf to like be a security officer, and then since then he's just been that's put right, him front it. and
0: center of the show. And yeah. then they spool out yeah. backstory of all the well, characters they got, kind of slowly. Yeah, over time. They're,
1: they're, they're like, they had to come up with interesting alien species, right? Mm-hmm. They do
2: bring Denise Crosby back a lot, though.
1: And she's not terrible when they bring her back. But, uh, like,
2: I can always smell those episodes coming. When I was rewatching the show, I was like, ah, fuck. Tasha Yara's gonna be in this fucking episode, isn't she? And she's like a Romulan, or it's her Yeah, she goes back in time and
1: becomes a sex slave of a Romulan senator. And then they have a daughter that looks just like her. Which is a crazy cool story. Yeah, and then, uh, yeah, in the future, she fucking hates Picard and keeps trying to fuck with him.
2: It also reveals Whoopi Goldberg as being... A super Like a, she's Demi all over God. time. Like, she's also kind of like a weird Q creature, I think. Mm. In that episode, she's just like in different timelines and can remember other yeah. timelines. They
0: should have done a crossover with the movie Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg. Had Picard like talk to Patrick also. Swayze? No, they have Whoopi's character TNG, from Ghost.
1: Whoopi Goldberg, it's her best role. She's never done anything better than Star Trek. Ghost? No. no I'm no. telling you,
0: Star no, the same no. character. No, Star Trek's way better. Honestly. I'm saying it would be funny if Gaiden was... They did a crossover and it was revealed it was her? that she was... She was in, just
2: hanging out... Because she was hanging
0: out on Earth for a long time. huh. And she had psychic powers. Wait, that's so Gold, she's just fucking talking helped, to Patrick Swayze. So <laughs> they're introducing Patrick Swayze. Gold
1: Cut here. Gold Cut mm. is also one of the best permanent characters of yeah. Deep Space Nine. He's like a Nazi feudal lord. And he's in charge of, uh, he used to be in charge of the station, and he really wants it back.
0: He looks like There's he... There's
1: one on TNG called
2: Gulbisat, and he's d- also really
0: good. Does he own a whip? He looks like a character that would they be good with a whip. They own whips. Snake man with a whip. Funny That's story. That's fucking scary.
1: first, they gave Ferengi's whips. In the first episode that we're in, and then they took them away because they just did just didn't fit. Yeah, that d-
0: well. didn't you do an illustration with the Frankie that had a little cat of 9 tails or something? I think so. Uh,
1: but yeah, they they, they they took the whips away for some reason. I really liked it, like because they were like kind of slave masters or something. Mhm. But yeah. Oh my God! They're Ganon's fucking head with the prophet? Cisco. That's like twenty minutes of this episode that should have <laughs> been cut out. With he's Cisco about to and lay the this
2: lady down. Yeah, on a sweet park blanket, it.
0: you always have to add like the soft filter. Because
1: it's not real. I've been
2: tried, baby. <laughs>
1: She's in the hole.
2: Trying to hold
3: back these feelings
1: for so
3: long.
2: Chrome
1: dresses and. Like,
3: and if you
0: feel it looks romantic, but he's actually I've talking about linear experience wow! versus non-linear oh, experience.
1: Oh, 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 oh. That is romantic. <laughs>
2: Let's
0: <laughs> get it on. And this is kind of, this is kind of an Anomalisa vibe to this episode, too. I watched Anomalisa, like, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And it's weird to see all these different characters from Cisco's past all speak with the same voice.
1: It's not just that. It's also the fact that it's entirely in rooms. Everything is in the same four rooms. Yeah. And there's, over like, an hour and a half of shit happening in rooms. And sometimes, sometimes it's really going to go into his head and then there's a treat, But, yeah.
3: There's...
2: Nothing wrong with me He's still nacking on that lady
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it's his wife I don't even remember what she looks like I guess she looks like that Later he starts banging like this uh, What do they
0: have white kids? <laughs> no,
1: those, not, those, those are not their children Oh <laughs> Commander Cisco,
0: explain to me penetration
1: that later he starts banging another federation
2: penetration protocol 61.21-8 I'm
0: making contact with the aliens
2: is is them looking at themselves I
0: explain to them about baseball and love
1: I think this lady goes I reach first (laughs) base
2: first contact I slide into second
1: what is happening
2: Let's talk that baseball episode.
1: No, it's oh. There's baseball cameos <laughs> in this. Like he's this have- one really
0: his closing rebuttal against the aliens that that goes into baseball land. What? And oh, he talks my god, about, again he's like he's like linearism is a lot like baseball. baseball. Oh my they god. They wanted to Fuck. So I my There's argument There's no point to it. But we like it because of the improbability and the unpredictableness. So my, my new running theory,
2: especially due to his voice and his love for baseball, that this character is like the great, great, great grandson of uh, the baseball loving guy from the Sandlot that <laughs> James Earl Jones plays. It lines uh, baseball. up. Oh, baseball. <laughs> Son, in hundreds of years. We'll be flying through space playing baseball I with don't the Vulcans.
1: They couldn't have found like at least in TNG they play like three dimensional like three dimensional chess or some shit like that. It's just or they just fucking. They just fucking.
2: They fight crazy monsters in the holodeck like Worf's calisthenic program where he works out is he goes mm-hmm. into a room, and he just fights fucked up looking things for hours. Yeah, <laughs> he just get the sword. Well, he remember, just kills shit. Remember it's like the Deathstick
1: episode? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Do you know, one of the Death Stick people is John Fucking Tesh. What? John yeah. Tesh saw that show. He's in that. He's one of the Klingons that pokes, like, Worf with the. That gives him the old pain stick. Yeah. Oh man, he just decided what? to be there.
2: So is this is this the dawn of a new podcast entirely, where we get filthy drunk and just watch? <laughs> Star Trek well, episodes? The idea
1: was to review, like, to go and like review Star Trek episodes.
0: I hate I remember, to be the bearer of bad news. This isn't happening it sounded yet. like when you were pitching this to me that there was no Deep Space Nine review podcast. There's like 12 of them. Oh, of course They're there not are. good There's though. Have you on, listened like, to them? Episode 600 and they've interviewed No,
2: but I'm saying we don't, we don't pinhole ourselves just to Deep Space Nine. Let's just talk about Star Trek episodes is, in general. There
1: are episodes. And we'll <laughs> get drunk. All I'm saying is I was frustrated <laughs> listening to those podcasts. Oh, because they suck. Because they were terrible and yeah. they were like, they, they either they're really, really into the minutiae of like the wall panels on this thing, yeah. or they just Sad. make nonstop dick jokes and mm-hmm. don't pay any attention to the show, I mean, which I understand, I understand was, I understand why it's happening because it's kind of <laughs> happening right now. We did make a lot
0: of sex jokes, yeah. And but we haven't even made it to episode two, no, no. it's weird.
1: <laughs> Uh, is this idea grave is this an idea it's uh, it's still idea grave Uh, why is it not a deep space nine review fucking up it is
0: deep space nine there's Uh, no no i I say
1: we
2: we start a new we start a new podcast first (laughs) episode kill me this is yeah and this is it Uh, (laughs) it's called fuck (laughs) track it's disgusting it's rated r it's not allowed on
1: any podcast i like i like all the sex jokes but i think we should uh watch deep space nine yeah no we will (laughs) because we were just talking about all kinds of random so
0: going back to deep space nine they're back in the bayou no wait uh tom sawyer country
1: he's been in his fucking head for like 20 minutes now i've got the bamboo fishing
0: rod (laughs) so so what what are
1: the point of suspenders
2: if the waist of the suspenders is elastic like, it's clinging to his body like sweatpants, but then he's got straps on the top of his... You know, it's
0: the future, Brennan. They do a lot of...
1: <laughs> his pants are probably not even real. It's probably it's just a... a
2: force field. Those those suspenders are completely useless. They're not doing anything.
1: <laughs> it's a fashion I'm thing.
2: losing my ability to suspend <laughs> <I think> if... <laughs> my disbelief. Oh, baseball!
1: <laughs> oh, fucking Here baseball! There we go. We go. <laughs> there it is. They couldn't just... They, they could not not have baseball in this.
0: And then he explains that the appeal of baseball is that it's meaningless, but you don't know what's going to happen, so it's intriguing. This
1: is is why this show is very American. Hey, baseball's not meaningless. Let's not mince words here. Yes, it's meaningless. It's like every other sport.
0: Well, he's just saying the rules are arbitrary, but what makes it interesting is you don't know what's going to happen next, because there's enough variables that the games are unpredictable. It's the great sport.
1: (laughs) All I'm saying, if this (laughs) was a Brazilian show, they would have been playing football.
0: Playing football, uh, wrestling I mean, would have been a universal kind of thing that yeah. everybody can get behind.
2: Listen, the reason baseball is the only sport that <laughs> survives into this distant future is because it's, it's the, the best. It's, it's the greatest. Go Jays, sport. go! Go Blue Jays, go!
0: Oh God! <laughs> Brennan arrived in his like vintage Blue Jays jacket. Is fucking it, right, is I it did. From like ninety four or something.
2: 92, 93 season. It's got fucking. <laughs>
0: Silk screen, Joe Carter on the back logo.
2: smashing a fucking home run.
0: A homer, a dinger. Fucking, ooh,
2: touch them all, baby. Touch them all.
0: <laughs> Does Joe Carter visit Toronto regularly? Uh, I'm surprised I could, a lot of those Blue you. Jays heroes didn't, like, settle here because of Toronto's, like, relatively... Uh, lesser racism compared to the states. Their families and are somewhere else. I'm, sure, s- I'm sure some
2: of them did, but a lot. yeah, what Ilya is saying is a lot of players, like a couple of our biggest players um, are from like South American countries that their families are really far away. And even like a player we had last year, uh, he was a, a Japanese player, uh, yeah. and his family came here for a little while and his son was actually born in Toronto while Whoa. they were playing here. So his son was like almost a like, weird weirdly like nationally Canadian like Mm -hmm. born in Toronto
1: even though he's Japanese and he spoke very very little English actually I don't know if that works in Canada I think the the birther stuff it only works in the States yeah I don't I I don't think think if you're a foreign national born in Canada you don't get Canadian citizenship no I don't think so either you have to apply for it
2: especially with what he was doing because he was probably on like some like special work visa because he's he's playing baseball I think he's making
1: a lot of money yeah I think you can apply for it in three years you get permanent residency but if you just leave you don't get you get I mean, so son, son of a baseball
0: player. Deep down, embedded thing in most countries I, I that I think you're it born works in the United
1: States and in France. I don't think it works in every but other. But
0: the, the thing is, Jesse, if like mm. if it was so easy,
2: then people who wanted to be citizens of better countries would just be vacationing when during, when during pregnant. Their that ger- nine months, they're like yeah. nine month pregnancy. They would just vacation for a month. In that place, well, I, I,
0: I'm just saying, like it, it's it's pretty lax. I mean, if you're in Europe, like Jessica's got EU citizenship just because her dad is from there. She's never, yeah, she was born in.
2: Yeah, Canada. I
1: can never get that. I, I would really love that.
2: Oh no, it was for for an English because my uh, my mom is English. It's super easy for me to get that. Oh, fuck me off. and Lucy both got that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was like a kind of a surprise because it, I, I yeah, I mean it was. <laughs> I we get actually tried really
1: hard to get, like, a UK uh, visa to stay, and it's almost impossible if you have no connection to the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they you, would kick you, you out. You don't have, like, Russian citizenship at all? No one cares about that. That's a deterrent. Like, that's a deterrent. But do you have it? <laughs> I can Russians. get it back. It's 800 bucks.
2: <laughs> oh, fucking Putin's got to get his fucking pound of flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> before you can that's 800 Russian. bucks
1: if you go through, like, all the, like, right spots, right? And you still have to grease some hands. Like in the embassy or something. Grease some palms. Yeah, it's probably
0: it, gonna be like you've been away a long time. But
1: there is a reason, like why I don't have Russian citizenship, because it's it's a deter. Like it's it's a bad thing to have. Right. You don't want to be a Russian citizen when shit happens to you. Mm-hmm. You want to be like a Canadian citizen or even a U.S. citizen. Not a
2: Russian citizen. Sound like a Moscovite to me. Oh
1: God. <laughs>
0: Can't we get into okay, the Star so Trek future what, at some what's, point? What's
2: happening at Deep Space Nine? Right no, they're now. talking to Golda
1: Kut. Okay,
0: this is your favorite spot where they, they do the gamble. They say, "Come on, Kardashians, send yeah. off <laughs> send, send off your torpedoes." No looks
1: like a butthole.
2: Look at Kim just shaking her ass in the background. There.
1: <laughs> I think the ridges on her face change, like in on season in season, like three or four. They like make your them makeup even. Makeup gets better. Yeah, they, they they make them even smaller. She's all like, come at me, bro. Chief O'Brien kind of looks like an alien without makeup. His face is so Irish looking. It's almost beyond human. Something about those curls. Yeah, it's just very, very, very large, very Neanderthal face. Like really? uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has a face like that. but That's like exception- exceptionally European to the point of not even almost not belonging to the same species. He looks like a big teddy bear to me. The gap,
0: the gaps in his teeth look natural. They look like they should be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish that, that his his head full of curls extended over his entire body. I wish he was like a, a little <laughs> a teddy bear little person gorilla. that was running the <laughs> transporter bay. There's an interesting beat at the end of this episode where he hooks up with, Cata- with um, Picard. And uh, they have a really awkward goodbye where it's very professional, he says, "Like we're sure gonna miss you." Oh, they're not down friends. By
1: the Picard and O'Brien are not friends. O'Brien down
0: transporter room too. Sure could transport.
1: O'Brien is like a class. working class man, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. He's worked all, all his life. He's been a soldier before that. Yeah, he yeah. has a rank of lieutenant, and he's worked his ass off on the Enterprise, only to see Geordi be the chief engineer. Oh. Now so w- that's why he moved to the station because he wanted to be in charge, and he gets promoted because fucking. Let, let me ask you trip. to do this
2: have either of you ever read the comic Depressed O'Brien <laughs> <laughs> no there is a webcomic about this very thing where it's Him sitting in the transporter room, waiting for someone to come in and get transported. Yeah, they put him on transporter duty. Someone someone will accidentally walk into the room, and he'll be like, oh, good to... And he'll be like, oh, sorry, wrong room, and leave. And then last panel is him just, like, looking down at the console. (laughs) Just a horrible, like, rumination of how shitty his life is. It sounds like Garfield without Garfield. It's it's that depressing. It's depressing. <laughs> but he's
1: really depressed, like for real, because he like he fought like in a whole bunch of wars. He fought with Klingons. He fought with the Cardassians. So he has lots of PTSD to go around. He has a wife who can't stay on the station because she's bored as fuck, and he has a kid with her. So like she starts running the kindergarten and shit, but she fucking uh. hates it. So they fight all the time. There's a lot of domestic like issue. Like, he's episodes a complicated with man. In. And his woman doesn't understand him either. Potato so, face yeah. has depth, you know. <laughs> he has a lot of depth. They build him up. Oh, just he trying. goes. He goes to jail for a lifetime, where he Im- kills his imaginary friend mm-hmm. because he like trespassed on some alien planet. He comes back and he doesn't even remember like his wife.
0: Oh man! Like, he starts
1: hoarding food <laughs> and shit. <laughs> And then, by the end of it, he becomes, like, best buddies with the doctor, and they go, like... And he like never Darth develops alcoholism. Dress up. He, he fucking drinks all the time. Oh. He goes to Quark's bar, and, like, he's one of the regulars there. He just drinks. He hates Quark, but he just, like, he's addicted to alcohol. Oh, just another day in the
2: transporters.
0: <laughs> Captain, <sighs> it's been an honor to just sort of... I'm going to hide my resentment for my lack of promotion, sir.
1: Yeah, but... You know, he uh, he kind of wins. He becomes a... How about Ashanti, lads?
0: <laughs> Don't make me bust out my shillelagh. <laughs> fucking... He should have
2: had one on on his Starfleet belt. Just a little oh, novelty shillelagh. He's shillally. suddenly
1: racist against Cardassians. Like, he doesn't trust those bastards. That does happen oh, in and, TNG. And he, he talks about that a lot. In one of the what? TNG episodes, That Cardassian comes aboard, and he's like, Oh, fucking apples. <laughs> <assholes.
0: laughs> like it's all fucking... That's a perfectly rational oh, paranoia. Sorry. They're clearly snake people. <laughs> <laughs> no, snake no, just, Nazis. Any any good Catholic that's been reading his Bible knows that he's not you to mix, trust the snake people. You mix an undead s- Nazi with a snake. <laughs> You got a Kardashian. <laughs> you got a Kardashian. You got
2: Kim Kardashian.
0: <laughs> I don't
1: think... Uh,
0: okay, this is the you big you see that movie. fucking face? Yeah. Oh. Wait, this, is, this is the Back acting. that up.
2: Back that up five seconds, Jesse, please. please. Please, 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 please. The, no, no, no,
0: the stream do, is going to break if, if do I try oh, to pull God. it Oh, God.
2: That face he made was amazing.
0: Oh, is is
1: is he going into the white, white fog again?
0: He's in the white fog. He's getting a lot of revelations now. Her
1: spots aren't visible properly yet. They become more visible later. The makeup gets better. Her cougar spots? Yeah, her cougar spots that go all the way down to her ass. She keeps mentioning that all the time. Sexy. They, like a doctor's like, so how far down tasteful, do the spots go?
0: They get one of the tasteful 830 network TV shots where it's just like the naked back slipping into a tub. And you yeah, go,
2: yeah. whoa.
0: Almost that's ass. as close as we're going to get.
3: <laughs> that is about an
2: inch as close as we're ever going to get. <laughs> like almost ass.
0: See you in my dreams, you might, you might,
2: You might even get the top cup. Of the of the buttocks, where like it starts (laughs) to shape into a circle, but you're not gonna get much lower than that. Just that little little tiny
0: curve. Mm -hmm. I think pancake incision.
1: (laughs) All of first season, the doctor keeps trying to hit on her, and she completely rejects him.
0: She's like, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm a 75 year old man. man. Whoa, they hook up
1: instantly. Whoa, he like. Worf throws that dick around <laughs> he breaks her ribs during like the hurt like so polite though
0: is it just the 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 deepness of his voice that does it he keeps he's it like in a tortured warrior poet like <laughs> rejected
2: by he, he walks around he's like my honor knows no bounds they're it's like strong, oh my god Worf. Type. whoa
0: they want to get inside of his fucking force field yeah,
1: they want to they want to help him he does set that his face to stand
0: yeah he just talks about like leonard cohen-esque dark, tortured poet. I, mean, I
1: watched he my he lover are die. He reads her fucking playing an opera.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Malota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> That's
2: the best moment in Star Trek. Period. In all of canon... He, walk, he walks into that bar and there's like a four-handed organist playing on <laughs> a piano. A super <laughs> fat lady uh, that keeps trying to hit on. And she's chewing on some kind of crazy addictive cinnamon stick that she tries to offer him. And he goes, no, I don't touch the stuff. <laughs> He's like, do you know any Klingon opera? I don't get a lot of requests for it.
1: Surely you must know at least one theme from Akshu and Melota. Maluta.
0: (laughs) And then she fucking (laughs) sings it.
1: And
2: and then it's like some dissonant, crazy noise music. And she starts singing it. And then Michael Dorn makes this face like he's hearing a song. He hasn't heard since he's like four years old. He starts looking off into the distance all proud. And then he just sings out (laughs) Maluta.
0: Am I I crazy? But. If he's raised by these Russian people, shouldn't he be more into, like, Russian culture? Like, why is he even care about Oh, he probably about fucking loves, like, he, the, epic well, Russian opera. opera. <laughs> he
1: drinks prune juice all the time. <laughs> Borscht. He's really into prune
2: juice. <laughs> Someone gives it to him, prune juice, he's like, oh, well, it's a warrior's drink.
1: Fucking makes <laughs> you shit, baby. Keeps <laughs> you up.
0: Does he ever get to play in the snow?
1: I don't know. They never. Sh- I don't. I don't know that they he ever be- shows snow. He goes on a snow. spy mission with Snow when he has to like try and save a bunch of Klingons from like a Romulan. Camp. Oh yep, yep, yep. That does happen. <laughs> they
2: go to a couple icy planets, but not often, because I feel like the show was filmed. That's in a the pretty, end of TNG. where They, in they start having so. really,
1: really good plots when uh, him and fucking Picard and Doctor Crusher, who looks amazing in like a like a Velcro suit. Oh, cool. Oh, like, a, like a
2: weird one. Oh, like one a 111 one, one, one her face wet, cut like out of it. Oh, that's a sexy look for her. God damn. Oh, Beverly crusher. They the really onesie. don't have
1: any alter, like any anything like that on this show. There's the Jizdia Dax character who's supposed to be the sexy one. And she is. They replaced her with me. the other
2: Dax halfway through who's like I, almost as good-looking or maybe even like, you know, a little bit. She's
1: hot, but she's like
2: She's no 7 of 9. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't nine. have
1: the gravitas. She's not 7 of 9.
2: 7 of 9 was easily easily the, the biggest... The,
1: the best candy, like pow, candy Power play move yeah.
2: from a television executive on a Star Trek show. Where he yeah. came in and he was like, This show sucks. If you don't fucking get ratings now, you're cancelled. And they fired the, the
1: <laughs> shitty one and hire 7 of 9. Yeah, and they're just amazing. like, Alright,
2: get Jerry Ryan. Just get the biggest tits and ass you can find on a blonde hair. And like put her in the show. And let's but be honest, she was they, actually a good actress like in terms of well. like
0: art direction, you know, the whole Borg angle, they really simplify it. They basically get it down to she just has a microchip she has an iPad, on her eyebrow. Yeah. That's it. When she well, first
1: when she first they they do that they 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 crush it out. They 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 try to humanize her. They do it
2: her. kind of um gradually. It's there's a jarring jump where suddenly she's just human sexy again, but for the first few episodes that she shows up She's, she's like a she's a bald yeah. mangled Borg, oh, okay. and then and then they remove. They everything. take the
1: nanoprobes out of her bloodstream, uh, and they take all the fucking just d- 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 like implants out.
2: Despite being a mangled, bald Borg, she still is in like she's a skin tight gigantic Whoa. titted suit. Like Whoa. they're not hiding her sexuality even in like her, in her first appearance. Even the Borg liked it. Even the Borg apparently, um, and uh, that's another thing about. Voyager, like, while we're kind of, like, back there for a second. And then that Borg Borg thing is that they develop the the consciousness and the motivation of the Borg.
1: I think that's the only good thing that Voyager ever did, like, yeah. big big world-building-wise. They, they
2: developed the Borg into something that's actually, like, really
1: did a couple, concrete. Yeah, they had a couple of good alien species, but mostly they just did, yeah, they did shit all. But they the, do this, the
2: Borg is what they did well. They do this great... Uh, arc that goes through almost all the seasons because the the Borg is supposed to basically live in and have spawned in, the, in Delta the Delta quadrant? quadrant so they're in the, the Inter- or fucking Voyager finds itself in Borg territory Whoa. and so it's surrounded by them and they know they're there and they're kind of leaving them alone and seeing what they'll do and uh, a big storyline that happens is that they stumble bite. on this crazy war that's going on with, between the Borg and this weird, like, mantis species. From,
1: like, a different dimension. <laughs> From,
2: like, a liquid dimension or some crazy shit. It's so stupid. <laughs> it's, like, it's a ridiculous premise. But it's, like, the only <laughs> they thing. They invite the mantis the into the collective afterwards? No. No, because no, they're they're the best <laughs> at killing the Borg. So the, oh. the, the, the humans on Voyager kind of see this inner conflict going on
1: where and they trade free passage for given the like doing the independence day thing and giving the biological liquid species a virus yeah so the borg let them like but they basically commit genocide whoa and then uh captain janeway can move through borg territory afterwards but yeah and the, and that comes back to bite them in the ass there's
2: really cool storylines it's just a shame that the casting director on that show just was stupid, actually nap. brain damaged <laughs> like they had wouldn't. some sort of like someone hit him with a
1: shovel really hard the day he got they hired. Had such <laughs> terrible character <laughs> fucking neelix oh my god that character should have been incinerated in episode two
0: he was so gross looking
1: it's not he, he looked, just, looked like somebody shaved elf like a ball sack with like <laughs> a like a like a thing on his head
0: <laughs> he looked
1: He's like a
2: shaved elf he legit does look like a shaved elf He's got whiskers and he's got that weird head shape where it gets kind of like smaller as it tapers Ew. off towards his Ew. skull. Ew. Like his skull was put into a fucking Every so uh, often you'll be uh, you'll Kong. be clicking
0: through 30 second porn clips and you'll run into like <laughs> the male actor in yeah, the porn clip who kind of looks like that thing. They're on, <laughs> on Jeremy like syndrome, body man. patch hair and he's like all red.
1: He's like kind of this weird <laughs> clammy ginger thing. You know what? You know in your porn?
2: You don't want a Neelix,
1: a cat person, cat man, <laughs> in your fucking porn. It took them like four seasons to get rid of him. It's just So long. What happened to him? I, he got he left choked on an like asteroid. No, honestly, I first. it's even it's even later than that. He has a
2: He remembers it as being four seasons. They don't get rid of him until like season six, <laughs> and it's he still shows up every Damn other favorite. episode by via like view screen where he comes up. He's playing like hey guys. chess with somebody oh what a fucking idiot there's probably one of the worst episodes of Star Trek what are his characteristics he's uh, a huge pussy he was like a rogue type uh, scavenger for this species that was like more or less wiped out like a lot of them had been wiped out I guess they're called Talaxians or something like that
1: yep you remembered
2: it I do um, and he's sort of like a rogue type scavenger who's been sort of scamming
1: his way. He also has a child bride. He's he's all he's he, all. he has a lady who's seven years old who is his wife, and it's weird because she's yeah. like one of those species that live only thirteen years. He's but she's still the Woody only seven years old. But Woody Woody she Allen looks nineteen. She looks at least nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then she um, ages really quickly. But like over the course of like
2: e- easily yeah. the worst episode I've ever seen, because a couple of the, the worst episodes in Star Trek history are attributed to that show. Despite the Scott Bakula one being so shitty, it's it's just boring shitty. Yeah,
1: Scott Bakula is consistently lame. Voyager is outlandish shitty. <laughs> where it has this
2: episode where Neelix and their black Vulcan, Tuvok, get into like a transporter accident and get combined into one person Yeah, Tuvix. Tuvix Fucking Tuvix. <laughs> who's like an awkward... Black Cat Man Vulcan, who's like really logical but also sensitive and like <laughs> loves to cook. <laughs> and oh my god, the whole episode is so infuriating. You spend the whole time being like, I can't believe I'm watching this.
1: I don't. I can't. I can't. I can't get over. Like, I think the worst episode of Voyager for me was. Oh look, okay, season nine is over. Uh, the worst episode of Voyager for me was when they all get accelerated evolution and Tom Paris and Harry Kim. Fuck the species that Kate and Janeway turns into. Yeah, they turn into a... And it turn into, like, a weird, like,
2: swamp slug. The the premise of the episode is that they they break the Warp 10 barrier. Yeah, and it makes them, like, <laughs> accelerate, when, like,
1: when, their gene pool or some shit like when
2: that. You, when you go Warp 10, you're everywhere. In the universe at once, which doesn't <laughs> <laughs> going really fast just makes you everywhere and everything, and then it makes <clears throat> humans devolve into weird like no no it's evolve com- com- evolve or devolve whatever uh, yeah. into like kimono or uh what are those dragons like those, those salamanders <laughs> those, those weird old, like yeah. salamanders and then they fuck each other and then there's an awkward scene at the end where we're like oh we fucked these weird lizards <laughs> and, like, yeah let's not talk about that <laughs> they, remember. they remember that was the weird thing they fucking remember. We are gonna you know, make the dirtiest Star Trek
0: podcast of yeah. all time. It's oh, gonna be yeah. great. You know, and we'll pass the notes on to CBS and say, like, you know what? You gotta take some chances here. Like, we've all seen Game of Thrones. We want something a little bit more mature.
1: I think if if I was making, we've a Star we've seen Trek, Hodor's
0: dick. We can take anything. If at this I was
1: point. if I was making a Star Trek show, definitely no censorship. They should like be able to say fuck in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that, that's not that big of a deal. But it's not. It's not. But also, like, bring back the sci-fi because mm-hmm. they took like. Every, sh- like, every Star Trek shows a reflection on the time that it was made in, right? So in the 90s, I made Deep Space Nine because they were, you know, that's, that, that kind of reflects the international situation a little bit. Like, they didn't have any one big enemy, they had a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. And in the 2000s, it start, started to get devolved nobody knew what to do so they had voyager and then they had the scott bacula show that had He's no, been so, don't, don't, don't. so what do you think don't. the the mood of the times calls so i for? think i think right now they have to go back to hard sci-fi right yeah. um three-body problem stuff like that yeah well like stuff that you know because because originally like the the, the starting the next generation it was um they were trying stuff that had to do with actual possible things in science fiction, and then eventually they got away from it mm-hmm. because the actors and the writers took over. Uh, so there was no big visionary, right? Because like, an, like uh, the warp, like the warp drive on Star Trek is based on like ideas that are actually real like, existed in science, and they still do, and, right? And
2: in the in the in the scripts for TNG, like a big thing they talk about is when they were writing the scripts. They would get to a point in which it was going to be kind of like an explanation of what was happening on a tech level, and the writers would just write tech, 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 tech in in brackets. And they would bring a consultant. And they and they pass it off to actual like physicists and scientists who would then come up with uh, at least. Some, like a theory that has like a, a basis a theory in that stuff. has a basis that has been talked about and written about, they would kinda correlate but, real information into the script to, which is why the show sounds so like complicated. So the this, this slide back consistent. started
1: at Deep Space Nine when uh Gene Roderby was gone and the actors really wanted to make you know compelling human interest stories. Yeah. And they wanted to do theater. So they just started, you know, doing Space human Shakespeare. here. Yeah, they do. They started doing space Shakespeare. Shakespeare, which is fine, but the science Shakespeare 3000. fiction part started going away. <laughs> Super Shakespeare three thousand, <laughs> and they, they they tried to they tried to bring a little bit of back like of science fiction back in Voyager, but uh, that show had a lot of like writing issues. Mm-hmm. So See, I'm they, conflicted they about a new do that.
2: a new show. Part of me says Going Dark is like kind of a cool idea and making mm. a really dark, gritty show That's would be cool. But then the other part of me says that, like, we're mm. more ready for a corny, not gritty show now than ever because all we've had are
1: I really, don't, I, really gritty things. I don't think it has to be gritty. I'm tired of, like, things that are like, dark. It, consistently... Just, like, visually dark. You can't fucking see shit on the screen anymore. Since, since the 2000s,
2: in terms of, like, really great acclaimed shows, like Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, all these shows are, like really dark and gritty we haven't had other than lame shitty sitcoms we haven't had just a likable enjoyable show that was also like weirdly light and corny well i I don't think that
0: they're you can do both at the same time I think yeah. that one of the, of the aspects of Better Call Saul that I like is that they're establishing that you can do drama that doesn't necessarily involve characters wanting to kill one another. True. You know? Right. So they could be scientists and they're, they have rival interests that are, are clashing uh, and stuff. An I the art
1: direction. Every, every mm. movie I've seen recently, every show I've seen recently. Yeah. Oh, dark. yeah. You that too. Fucking, you can yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, see yeah. shit. Yeah. You and can just this is the part of the reason I like TNG is you can see everything. You mm-hmm. can see this, what the spaceships look like on the screen. They're little models, and they look really great. You can, see, you can, when they're in a room, it's well lit. Yeah. You can see, like, Picard even sitting on a chair. Even when the lights
2: dim for it's red still, alert, yeah. it's still very much it's lit up you dramatically. Can,
1: because that's what it would be like. You'd want to see who you're in the room with, right? Yeah.
2: Are they trying to preserve you also electricity? See the,
1: what the fuck is this bullshit? The
2: cool features of the room, the well-designed features of this...
0: The sweet. The people, a lot
1: of people are trying to save on uh, that kind of stuff. Like start, like the, the
0: That was a funny pivot there. We were talking about like thematically dark, and then he is like, "No, I mean literally, it's <laughs> too dark. Why don't <laughs> they turn too- the lights on?" <laughs> but no, those are those things
2: go hand in hand. Like when things become too thematically dark, yeah, you can lean. You can lean on. Uh, shadowy shots being a part of your world because it's already this very negative... You're trying to set a mood. Yeah, you're <laughs> trying to set a mood. But when you're dealing with something that it could be stressful, but in a, a grander theme, is still sort of utopian, you have to light that well. And that means that the sets and the costumes and the props all have to look good and be designed well because they're going to be visible. It
1: also means you have to write well because yeah. when you're relying on, like, 15 different studios that create visual effects for you and they just, like, make everything blurry and put, like, 15 filters on it and make it dark, then, you know, you make it shiny, you put an effect somewhere, you put, like, a flame or an electricity yeah. thing, and you don't have to rely on writing And you get that weird hypnotism like, after yeah. stuff
0: like that where it's shallow to the point where you don't follow the story and you knew there was a bunch of stuff happening... But you can't really explain to somebody what the episode was yeah, about. No, no, like, like, okay, the new Star Trek up.
1: movies. Does anyone remember what happens in them? No. Like, I don't fucking remember. I remember Benedict Snatch fights somebody on a building. And he <laughs> attacks. That
0: name's funny. The Cumbersnatch, <laughs> he like he shoots he shoots the meeting, and I, then, yeah, but but and why? Spock is mad and he's punching people. I remember Vulcan getting destroyed. And the, yeah, there was a. The oh black yeah, hole they and, they, yeah, they did that. Yeah, that was
3: the first movie, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the first
2: movie. That's all I remember. I remember the first movie. Yeah, why don't it was we the kill the, the,
1: the thing that is interesting and just ugh, that was stupid. I
2: mean, that's what happens when you give something to J.J. Abrams. You oh, let God. it you let it go to somebody who's just not. He's set out to be like, eh, I'm an anti conventions guy. I'm just gonna be like whatever I think is the opposite of what you probably want i'm just gonna do that
0: he's kind of like you remember when you were a kid and you invited your little friend over and they would start playing with your toys but not in the way that you you condone yeah he's just like no you're not supposed to use that figure like that no 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 batman doesn't isn't friends with the joker you can't like (laughs) batman doesn't ride the green goblin
2: (laughs) glider yes he
1: does
2: (laughs) no jj i don't have a problem with
1: like Fucking over fans, but mm-hmm. I don't just—I just i just do not like when the tone of the thing that uh, he's doing is wrong, right? Because mm. he—he do, he doesn't care. He's so about the property, right? He so, just—he just wants to make a good movie in his head. but so he's—it doesn't make it the good Star Trek film.
2: He's like a more reserved version of Michael Bay, yeah. Where J.J. Abrams, at least, he—he he clings to certain things. He likes of the proprietary, yeah, like he, yeah. he he at least tries to find the things that are relatable in the product he's trying to recreate. Like so, Star Wars and Star Trek, both of which he directed, he he
1: he hit the right
2: notes. No, he didn't. Not no, in the Star Trek, Trek ones. In the, the in the Star Trek ones are
1: the worst Star Trek movies out of all the movies. including no, but the one with talking whale. I love
0: the talking whale. <laughs> <ones>.
2: <laughs> That's a weird movie. But no, but in terms of like the original Star Trek show. He kind of hit those notes in like a modern way that they could have uh, never done then. If they had had the technology then, maybe that show that was, would have resembled a little more of what he had done. That, that, that no. But uh, no, he's yeah, he's like Michael Bay in where he, he he wants to make everything like a crazy intense spectacle. Everything going, has to be this fucking drive to your fucking nuts, like
0: punchy in the throat.
1: He goes very here's some uh, shit by like the we're numbers, diving out don't of the watch.
0: atmosphere. I know the least about this subject, but it seems like all of the Trek movies are dumb, aren't they? Yeah, they're all terrible. Like they don't have the same tone as the series. It's it's yeah. way too fast paced. They're, all stupid. they're, they're all, trying they're all to make sure it's color. commercial so yeah. they they'd focus in on action instead of just. Although some procedural. of them have their
2: moments. Hmm. I mean generations as stupid as that movie actually is. Has its has its like five to ten minute chunks is that, that when, are
1: when, t- when Picard's eaten by the energy field and Captain Kirk is riding a horse around him. Is that part? Is that,
2: that no? That, that's a dumb. That's a dumb part of the movie. Because that, that that was a great part. When, <laughs> no, like, were, like, when when, uh, when, <laughs> when
1: Picard's like chopping wood and uh, Kirk comes by. That is funny. That's a really funny. Without a shirt,
2: like Kirk's just hanging out in Fantasyland. That is yep. a funny part of it. No, but there are like. Five to ten minute chunks of all the Star Trek movies that are thoroughly as a Star Trek fan enjoyable. They slip in a scene or two. They're like, oh, this is kind of what I was wanting out of this. I know it's not all I'm going to get because they're appealing to a more layman audience than they would typically be doing. But the
0: only one I'm familiar with is the Voyage Home. And the thing that I liked about that concept Uh when I was a kid is that. The whales are the saviors of the earth. You like, <laughs> like the whale movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got this alien probe that's coming to destroy the world. And it's whales the emissary. All the, all the, all the whales, the whales speak the same it. language as the thing. I thought that that was an interesting Save the twist. Save fucking whales, guys. <laughs> it was an interesting <laughs> twist because it's, it's a non-human centric story, right? Mm-hmm. You put, like, a, a sentient character from the planet that is the savior. Also, it's be the, wears a hat. You also give them a
2: really, really uh, convenient way to film a Star Trek movie yep. without building without sets. any money. Because you just film it in California. Yeah. In the summertime, where it's just I'm like, well...
0: Oh. F- I'm from Ohio. Well, I only work in space. Ever.
1: Yeah. <laughs> there is an episode of Deep Space Nine when they go back in time, but there's, mm-hmm. they have Ferengis in there, and they catch them in Roswell and stuff, and they kept trying to, like, There's a Voyager
2: episode where they go back to 1994, and they meet fucking Sarah Silverman. Tom <laughs> Paris meets Sarah Silverman and Ed, Beg- Ed Begley Jr. <laughs> not, as, not as not they're, obviously, They should have done themselves. Next Files
0: crossover, where they found those fucking Ferengis on the... Oh, oh that's a one. fucking good idea. <laughs>
2: they almost let's bring it, all, it all this together. They're almost there. Yeah, they're gonna make a fucking
1: New Honestly, Xbox movie. They should have. With va- the they should have spinned off <laughs> fucking Riker into Voyager <laughs> instead of Tom Paris, because mm. Tom Paris is a shitty like poor man's Riker, right? Mm. But I don't think. That, was, I think Frakes was getting tired. Well, and fat. he was like a director, of, like, yeah. like a whole bunch of like.
2: You can so. T- You can direct the movie Blizzard with the talking fucking reindeer. (laughs) One of my favorite games to play when you're watching TNG is uh, in the cold open, before it's shown any of the credits, can you name the guest director? It has to be after season three because it really isn't until season three where the cast members start directing episodes. Oh, yeah. It's a fine tradition. You get fucking Michael Dorn. You get uh, Jonathan Frakes. All sorts of these cast members start directing episodes and you can start telling the, the telltale signs. So of, what's a
0: Michael Dorn episode kind of feel like?
2: Uh, bland. Bland. It has it has a certain blandness to it. and it, I mean, a, a kind of dead giveaway for most of them is the focus on actor. Yeah, instead because of- Jonathan Frakes loves to open his own episodes with a very intense scene with Riker either acting super or dramatic trombone. or playing trombone and about to fuck somebody, <laughs> like it's really clear that you're like, oh yeah, Jonathan, the Jonathan the Frakes. Jonathan Frakes is an extra I call him Frosted Frakes. Frakes. He's he's an extra from
1: Nine Hundred Two One Zero. He's like a buddy of like those guys.
2: Frosted Frakes, Deadpan Dorn, they they direct the kind of best episodes, I believe gates mcfadden the The scottish episode right yeah i believe
1: she fucked a ghost on the scottish planet
2: yeah so beverly crusher directs her own episode where she goes to scottish planets uh she does dance in that episode excellent she dances and she fucks a crazy scottish cyber ghost that gives her infinite pleasure yeah Mm. that's a great (laughs) that's
0: that's what i would do on my episode what was that Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie where it was a total vanity thing? And oh, Don John, it. where he just John like wanted, was addicted yeah. to porn? Don He's like, I got this idea, Scarlett Johansson. You're going to be in this movie, and I'm going to be like we your love, boyfriend.
2: We love to fucking watch porn <laughs> yeah. and argue, and I'm going to work think? out the whole time. What do you think? What do you think of that? Sounds and, good. $20 $20 he scale. She was, she was into that. He'd be working for favors. He didn't even say that. He said, Scarlett Johansson, I got this movie. $20 million. You in? She, yeah, okay. you
0: <laughs> you got to sign the check first. That's all I gotta do is show up. All right, I'm in. You know we're not gonna actually be making out right? It's, I'm gonna be acting. It's, it doesn't matter. my friends bro, my friends are gonna think I'm a hero
2: I wonder I wonder how much for like someone like Ascarjo uh it costs for a vanity director to get her to make out with him in a scene like how how much does someone have to start putting down? To really disrupt the, the personal morals of an actor or an actress. Of an actor? Where, like a successful actor? I don't yeah, think that's we're, gonna happen. Where they where they they're start already successful, doing they don't need money. Well, but there's always more money. Mm. That's when you become that rich, that's the thing. Like yeah, the are, you, point. are you trying to put yourself into Will the Will Smith of would only do like twenty million dollar movies. The dude was like cashing in on every single movie. And not doing good movies. He's not doing things that are good. And he must know that they're not good. He's, he's just, in the Empire business now. He's just making that fucking cash. Yeah. He's like Juicy J. He's in just... He doesn't care how he does it. He just get money. You just gotta get the money and then have exactly. it. Have money. Yeah.
0: Black Empire. Black Empire. Mm-hmm. Get and have buy it. Buy some basketball teams. Buy some, you know, real estate. No they should, problem. They
1: should have had more sports in uh, the Star Trek universe. Mm-hmm. They have chess. Well, they're nerds, right? They have Super they show death. Picard
2: fencing. Oh yeah that's, that's a so a lot. yeah, that's a total nerd. a lot. Yeah, total they,
1: they, they don't do like basketball or just oh, they water ta- polo. Yeah, they
2: talk about uh, a, a sport called Parisi squares. They never show it, but it's supposed to be very dangerous, and people break their limbs all the time. Riker hurt himself, and then his like surrogate son. Himself playing Parisi Square. So that's squares. an
0: interesting concept, right? You've got the medical technology to heal bones. Well, Picard rides his horse in the holodeck, the day. so they should be doing like crazy risky stuff in the holodeck. <laughs> oh know? yeah, I mean climbing without I ropes just, and stuff. I just
1: think that like the cleanup crew for the holodeck has like the worst job on, in Starfleet because all but they have to oh, do. Oh, the is semen. stole the fucking seamen. Yeah. So how how long is it? you got to mop up after yourself. Oh, you think it's like a pool kind of thing? I think
0: it's a just pool just, thing. You gotta you gotta yeah, wipe like down the machines head. afterwards. Yeah.
2: Spray Gu- it, guys. I think legit the holodeck addiction generation has been born. Mm-hmm. Like we're there. Yep. In in about five ten years, they're gonna have oh, rooms, rooms like you know that what?
0: where you are just gonna be fucking. Going back to our our spinoff, our our new sex track. Sex track. Um, we should uh, we should make a VR experience that just. Takes all of our sexy Star Trek ideas and applies it to the VR experience. That is very easy. Data's first pleasure.
1: Stuff really, really easily.
0: Holodeck sex.
1: Oh man, that game jam. And we I'm, can. Oh. me so hard. Yeah. And we can <laughs> map
0: is. like the the skins of all of the Star Trek actors onto.
1: Yeah, it's easy. You just like take a blank mannequin and put Johnson fucking Frank's face on it.
2: Here, here's here's an interesting thing for you to know, since you just said that. So I'm working for a company right now. We just bought a shitload of VR equipment and are, like, talking to developers about making stuff for VR, like, proprietary for, like, renting. So we should probably think about that, actually. Let's let's just capitalize on VR, everybody. (sighs) Because, seriously, it's here and it's going to be fucking crazy huge. Like... When the PS when the PS4 one launches in October, yeah,
1: that's that's gonna be a. Big that's one. gonna be a fucking
2: big deal.
1: <sighs> There's a, the porn websites already have a VR category. All the
2: all the porn websites have fucking filthy
1: VR porn. It's just it's right there like with the categories.
0: I I feel like it's gonna be the domain of a video game yeah. manufacturers. I don't think the VR video well, is interesting.
2: Just recently, the the video game I've been waiting most for, No Man's Sky. No Man's mm-hmm. Sky is. Then it I got have... it got delayed. It was supposed to come out this month, June twenty first. They're gonna port it. To uh, it's it got delayed to August 9th, and they didn't say what the specific reason was. But the PSVR launches uh, about a month and a half later than that.
1: I don't know if that's the case, but uh it, no. it would be very easy to port it for VR. Very e- and like the,
2: I I firmly believe that the PS. VR is going to launch with probably a dozen super super strong be, launch titles. I
1: might fucking have to buy a piece. Like they they have Eight consoles.
2: They have been pushing pushing that pretty hard and it's they they said that it's going to launch with over 100 compatible titles at launch date. So with that number already sort of put out, like 100 launch titles that are PSVR ready. You got to think about ten percent of those are going to be AAA hard push titles that are completely like super realistic
1: and immersive.
3: It'd be good to have this, a.
1: This is the industry of the next like five to ten years. I think if they made a new Star Trek series, it'd be good to make the ship with like one big holodeck instead of just having you know chairs and like. Oh yeah, Ooh. like they're not even right. traveling
0: through space. It's yeah, all this it virtual to be just experiences. That's just a big barn, no.
1: right? No, he mean, no, no, no. I mean, he he means just, like, they are traveling through space. All this sh-
2: shit should be just force fields, right? Like and in, they can reconfigure it at yeah. will. Like the ship is like a big
0: holodeck ship. But I'm taking it one step further to oh, say, like you don't them. really need to travel different places. Like you could
2: have all virtual. You're talking about a show where people play No Man's Sky. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not
1: that. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, they could be traveling inside, uh, you know, like a like a like a hill and a lake and like Lord of the Rings. They play whatever.
0: No Man's Sky and there's hand jobs. Is that's the connection yeah <laughs> sex track <laughs> I don't know if this is that's <laughs> fuck track
2: that's fuck track 2.0 yeah so right. we're nearing the new uh, the uh, the old two hour mark yeah we gotta we wrap, probably this up. wrap this up um, so this is a new podcast <laughs> this is not Idea Grave it's This not, uh, this is it's tentatively called <laughs> at first fuck track first, <laughs> this is Idea Grave XXX
0: <laughs> fuck track fuck track
2: deep 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 nine deep deep nine deep deep 69 <laughs> We'll figure out an actual name for it as we go. But I, was, I, think
1: uh, I was going to talk about that in the beginning. A <laughs> <then> continually, continually <laughs> derail, evolving format. Watching the thing. Um,
2: I, d- I do think we should just do this every week. <laughs> this, is, this is the you new know, one. Until we get bored, we'll do something else. Yeah, okay. okay. Whatever you want, gentlemen. We'll watch Babylon 5. Was Babylon! And then we'll try and force our way through Stargate, which is the worst. No, 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 no. no. I'm not doing Weird Egyptian that. shit.
1: Nope. Yeah, Start well. the, the, the MacGyver's where I draw We're the line. We're gonna have to He's, Clockwork yes. Orange, Ilya and David's eyelids open. I watched the first two seasons <laughs> of Stargate, none of it was good. It's just, Stargate, it's just a fucking, you know. Do it's you like the film? The film was great, but that has nothing to do with the series.
0: Oh, I thought that the
1: series was.
0: Just a I film, but with MacGyver. It's loosely based on it and it has MacGyver heart.
1: in it, but it's not really the same
2: Nothing thing. Gonna never tell me oh,
0: Fuck Trek, we're TM. Fuck it. Trek, trademark.
2: Fuck Trek, deep deep sixty nine.
0: <laughs> t-shirts available.
1: I'd, I'd,
2: I'd this see. episode of Fuck Trek was brought to you by <laughs> Halo Brew at uh, Wallace and Campbell, <laughs> delicious fucking indie ale. Uh, uh,
0: we had some amazing salad makeshift salad with some kimchi. That was a really that was cool, pretty was a good. good. Salad. Some
2: figs. A bag of figs, I see. Uh, dispensary weed from Bellwood Suspensary. Back open after the fucking riots. It is? Because I yep. stopped there and it was Woo!
1: fucking great. The best.
2: I love Bellwood Suspensary. Thank you so much for being a store I can go in like Willy think, Wonka. Do you think going to
1: keep going or are uh, they going to close them all up in a couple months?
2: I think that they got, a, got away with what they're doing because they're not from BC. They're not like weird capitalist convenience store owners they set it up properly and apparently from their perspective the government is cashing their hsd checks right now which is a good sign because their hsd checks are bringing in a bunch of money for the government because they are selling a crazy amount of weed i'm pretty sure they're going to be open at
1: Since least for- i bought some that means that every idiot bought some
2: Every time I go I'm in,
1: not, I'm not that like a constant buyer of
2: anything. I, I like, I'll go in and like, typically, I'm gonna spend between 50 and 70 bucks at a dispensary when I go in. I'm gonna kind of like load up for a week or two. There'll be people in front of me who are buying $600 worth of weed because either they smoke that much or they're dealing on the side or they're just buying for multiple people. But these dispensaries are fucking raking it in. And Bell was Dispensary,
0: shout out to my fucking church. Thank you for having the best weed in the city. There also seems to be something political going on with the cops because they did a bunch of high-profile gang raids at the same time that they were well, attacking. They them. Did, they it's a, like, is their budget under review or something? They're, they're having there must a very be bad year
1: because a whole bunch of people got killed, right? So they need, to, they need to show that they're doing something.
2: We had a very bad year. <laughs> It's it's the a, dispensary's full.
1: A, a well, no, but it's the police is I mean, right. the raid.
2: Uh, like, again, this is an idea grave, so we'll cover this on another episode. This is fuck track. <laughs> this is fuck track. Oh,
0: and also we're rebranding into a weed podcast.
2: Oh, a weed fuck track <laughs> podcast. No, but the dispensary raids were kind of ridiculous. But I do. Like I get the point. Oh, I, uh, was, I don't. It was getting I, uh, out of control. Like, I think I do this understand. is
1: crazy, and I think none of these places should be open. Honestly, like I, I'm gonna use them, but I think they should be closed. I think. It I be don't. Done I just
2: think that the government should just tax we, them properly. It should
1: be sold through the LCBO. M- That's my opinion. That is I, what's gonna happen. So it, you'll, it, you'll, it, you'll it, get I, your wish, Ilya. I, I just. It's I, not I, what
2: pot smokers want. The but only, it's the fair. only
0: uh, problematic thing that uh, someone brought up to me, either Cam or Dean, it's unfair to be able to insinuate that people with addiction issues have to like go through the lcbo oh no 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 people marijuana. with addiction
1: issues will should should still be open it's like, not it's able able not able a able
0: it's not a it's not a toxic thing i don't even know why we're that behaving be as if it's market. a drug
1: the, 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 i think people should be selling it in drug market like, why Advil. it's they, not dangerous yeah is not dangerous no you can
0: die if you take
1: enough aspirin you can die
0: if you smoke enough this is a conversation toxic
2: for our weed related podcast Boys 420. <laughs> dope boys four twenty. Okay, dope boys at hotmail.com. So, so, so it's
0: no longer idea Hot grave. Mail. It's no longer fuck trick. It's, it's Hot dope boys do Brenda, does it it mail? Nine, Hot mail. Hotbox mail <laughs> hotbox.com. Dope
2: boys four twenty at geocities. <laughs> angel, uh, check out my angel fire angelfire.com/slash <laughs> angel <fire. laughs> angel <fire. laughs> <laughs> bong dragon slayer t- 420,
0: 1969. I'm going to put you in charge of writing the episode descriptions, and I just want it to be a long list of (laughs) non-sequitur titles.
2: Uh, All right, let's kill this. Yeah. The end. Bye. Bye, (laughs) Bye, guys.
0: (laughs) Fucktrek. Bye.
2: (laughs) Fucktrek.com.